Hey you dorks, this is Gunnar Hansen, Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and you are listening to The Dorkening. Hi, I'm Brian Johnson, and although you probably accidentally stumbled across it and have no idea why you're watching it, you are in fact watching The Dorkening. Hello, this is Tom Kenny, voice actor, the voice of the Ice King on Adventure Time, and SpongeBob's... Ooh, I uh, hit that button, didn't mean to. I was trying to take my microphone out and... I just uh, turned you, off. The, you, uh, you, premature, you, you prematurely evacuated from the uh, intro. The like SpongeBob did? Yeah, apparently. Um, you fucking think you're better than SpongeBob? So what you think? Oh, apparently. Well, uh, let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 15 of the Loudest Sports Show, brought to you by the Dorkening Network and sponsored by Deadly Grounds Coffee. We are the three Romigos, the Ray Hall Trio, the Sports Triumvirate, and along with Lashes of the Ice Queen and Emma Extreme, we are the greatest sports talk team you've ever seen. Joining me, oh, and uh, by the way, I'm uh, Patsy the Angry Nerd, uh, in case you weren't aware. Uh, if, you're, if you're listening to this podcast, you won't see it, but uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see the uh, the name uh, right underneath where it says Patsy the Angry Nerd. Right where you don't know, now you know. But yeah, now you know. And uh, joining me, as always, we have Dave the Kardashian Dragon. It's good. I was uh, enthusiastic was and uh, well-rehearsed. And uh, we also have Dan, don't call him Danny Spencer. What's happening? Tuesday night, what's the Massachusetts? This is how it goes down. The palatial estate. Yes, sir. Guys yes, sir. Up, you guys got to come up with a name. Like, this is Magenta Manor. We're in the, we're, uh, I'm broadcasting from the Pat Cave in Magenta Manor. Uh, you guys got to come up with uh, some kind of name, the sports hole. Oh, wait, that's uh, only if you're not a la-di-da Frenchman. We have yet to christen this estate because there has to be an event or something to give it the character that it needs. And with our go-go lifestyle, jet setting, I mean, if the, the, the construction's not even done. It's literally They made sure that it was ready. However, until it's all fully ready to go, 100% blast off, housewarming party happens, at that point, we'll be able to give it a proper christening. Well, I mean, I don't know about, uh, you might want to, you know, alter your criteria a little bit because the housewarming party, that may not be the best uh, best idea in these uh, wild and uncertain times. Well, judging by the, you know, again, our go-go jet-setting lifestyle, I mean, we're from con one continent to the next, I mean, traveling under the most safe of circumstances, but it's tough to tell. So by the time we have our proper housewarming, we will be most likely handing out vaccines at the door. I mean, that's that's the kind of role is that we are. Not that's high, the highest. It's entirely possible. Like they see you coming and they're like, yup, that's a whale. That there's a whale. They be known. That's what they say in Vegas. Uh, Vegas, the Vegas whales. Yeah, how many times have you been there? Uh, zero. Oh, okay. Going when you're nine years old doesn't really count. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, I, if I went, if I remember uh, when you went, when you were eight, like all the places that you got to see. Right. Like, I was twelve, dude. I was twelve. You were not. 12. You got to look. You got to look inside the casinos and everything. It's an eighth grade. Dude. What are you talking about? You get to walk by and look at stuff. Yeah, whatever. But uh, yeah, what's our uh, what's our opening face-off question today? Uh, I hope you guys uh, took a look at it and. And because uh, yeah. I have some thought into this, so our opening face-off today is the best and worst uniforms in all of sports. Uh, who would like to go first? 
I'll go first. All right. What do you got? I, I, I would say, I mean, one, one's going to be biased. I know it might be, but I'm a sucker for classics. And it's the old school throwback red jerseys and white pants for the Patriots with the white pat pelt with the white pat Patriot on the helmet. That, that, yeah, Probably yeah. my favorite, although the only bad thing, the only caveat to that one, I feel like caveats are going to be thrown around here left and right, like confetti at a wedding, but they don't win very often. They have a bad record when they're wearing those unis. So it's, it's kind of a tough one, but they're just so sharp looking in the red and the pat Patriots is not. And I will say my least favorite, I could have gone on days and days for ones that I didn't like. However, I will say the uh, Color Rush uh, Seahawks jerseys from a couple of years ago that were neon green head to toe are putrid. I like them. Some of them were good. Like the ones that were white head to toe, I like that. It's crisp. It looks nice. Shows the dirt. It starts out looking real nice, but shows the work that they're putting in. I like that. But the neon green is yowza. Or orange. Straight orange from head to toe. Like the Broncos? Um, oh, bad, 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 bad. But uh, those, I, I, I hated those. Do you remember the game they had a couple years ago? I think it was like the Bills and the Jets where they were all red and all green because it was taking place in December, and they did a color rush. It was tough rush. to watch. It was tough and, to watch. Well, it was tough because – the, all the all the people with red green color blindness were like, I can't tell what the fuck is going on. Playing? No, that's that's very true. That's very true. I talked to people that that literally had color blindness. Like I didn't. I it was tough to tell who was who. That's that's a that's a good point. That's crazy. But yeah, that's that that's that's mine. Let's go old old pass and shitty color rush Seahawks. All right, Dave, what do you got? Uh, favorite ones. I think all time favorite for me, two thousand. I think it was 2001, Philly, when they played the Lakers, 2001, 2000. Yeah. Sixes? Yeah, can't remember oh, right now. They got a good color scheme on the, the black. They were just so silky, though. Those jerseys had, like, they just, they just looked so silky and so cool. Even the blue ones, I really liked. So Philly, probably my favorite of all time. Plus, AI was just so cool. He rocked it. He just looked so dope. Um, Orlando Magic striped jerseys. Mm. Throwback. I love those in the '90s. Those are always every time I play 2K, I always pick them at literally just so I can pick those jerseys because they're really sick. Um, Everybody at Jacob Hyatt had a, a striped Shaq or Hardaway jersey. Oh yeah, That's even T Mac, T Mac throwback. And, those and, are tight. And the, a lesser known Nick Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Nick Anderson. That thing that Tootsie Roll song. There was four of them, and like there were two Shacks or something. Like they all had Orlando Magic jerseys. Why like, not? Why not? There's only, so many, there's only so many players. Too bad Shaq and Penny couldn't coexist. But anyways, um, and then Nuggets Baby Blue. Nuggets Ooh, Baby Blues. Good call with the just yellow. That, yeah, that was just Carmelo. Oh, they were so silky, too. They looked so silky when Carmelo wore them. I just loved it. Uh, probably my another one real quick. Just the old school Bruins, the Happy Gilmore that he wore with just the big B in the middle. I, yeah, I know, but I love that. Just like my favorite type of of hockey jersey, I would say. Just the old, just the B. It was just so sick, and it's reminiscent of, of the movie for me. So, uh, ones I didn't like. I mean, I kind of just like I did a little research on it. I looked up a few lists of what people thought because I mean, it's all opinion based, of course. Because he didn't like Seattle. I don't even mind the Seattle the lime one. You know, those were actually I didn't mind lime those. green. Neon was hot back a few years ago. Though. Everyone was doing neon. Um, the 2016 Jaguars. Completely brown. Oh, with brown. that two-tone helmet? 
It was so gross. Oh, it's whoa. honestly one of the ugliest things I've ever seen, besides like those mustard ones that Pittsburgh had. I didn't put that. Yeah, uh, socks. Ugh. The 2009 Canadians had stripes, a whole series of stripes, red, white, and blue, yeah. I think it was. And the bottom was just all stripes. It looked like they were from the, the 1850s, where oh, games in New York crazy. were. Blue, Blanc, and Rouge. Oh. Yeah, Blue, Blanc, and Rouge. Yes, sir. Part of the song. Here, Rouge. Uh, the '94 Bears, terrible jerseys. It was like he remembers it like it was yesterday. I don't remember. I can't even remember what it looks like. It was so bad. I put it out of my mind. They it's also a had pinch whores use rouge. Well, they also had uh, back in the day, in the '20s. They had kind of the same things. They had all stripes going down, three stripes, and then it cut off at the top. And then had another series of stripes going different way. They were terrible. I mean, I don't, I don't want to ruffle any feathers, but I preferred when they wore wool sweaters and vests. Yeah, so basically, wear. I just don't like those awful stripe patterns. That was basically like the, I think the, the throwbacks from like the turn of the century. Yeah, just so bad. But some packing, of them are, are packing plant packers. Yeah, hated those. But uh, yeah, that's about it for me. I just, I went mostly basketball, but uh, you know, a lot of football jerseys I hated. For me, I think the best jerseys. Like, if you really want to you know, show to your, your, your fan base and, you know, show the tradition that you have. Uh, if you haven't changed your jerseys, like there's not like 15 different alternate versions. Like Dan was talking about the Pat Patriot and you have the flying Elvis and then you have like the slightly revamped version. Remember like the, the silver helmets and the blue, like the Willie McGinnis jerseys. I didn't then. hate those. I didn't hate those. They had those, the kind of like uh, subtle not, stripes a little bit, but those weren't the greatest. That was, I'm not, I'm what, 96, not, 95. Yeah. Like the Drew Bledsoe era. And yeah, then they yeah, changed them yeah. again. And then they changed them again slightly. You know, I like when your team can just keep the same, like, a team that hasn't really changed much. Like, Dave, you brought up the Bruins. Bruins haven't had a lot of changes, but the Detroit Red Wings, just the 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 wheel with the, wi the winged wheel, the red and white, that's it. Like, that's been their jersey forever. It's pretty sick design. Uh, I mean, they, you have, like, how are you going to really, you know, you just decide how much red and how much white to put into it. But, like, that's really, that's been it for the entirety of their existence. Um, they need better marketing. Sell some more jerseys. Well, I mean, you know, they're, they're a dynastic well. team. Um, or they were anyways. Um, yeah. The Raiders, they haven't really changed much. Uh, I like the, the, the silver the color and the rush. black. Right? Yeah, but everybody's got a color rush. Like, And Super that color wasn't something that the teams decided. That was something that the league decided. Like, oh, we're going to do color rush on Thursday nights. Um mm -hmm. Yeah, I like but the, you know, the Raiders silver and black, you know, the silver helmets, you know, the Cowboys haven't changed, like just a very simple design doesn't have to be overly flashy. Um, as far as jerseys that I don't like, the Padres in the 70s, those ugly brown Padres. Oh, I love those. I like, uh, I like, I like it because the logo looks like pirates. Some of them look like pirates. No, everything was shitty except the way the logo looks. Pirates look like pirates. The Padres did not look like pirates. I thought you said pirates. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm no, no, no. I, I kind of liked the the black and yellow striped pirates jerseys. Back in the day. I don't oh, remember those. It's way before our time, way before my time. But I remember seeing pictures like the Willie McCovey 
where like they had the black and yellow striped hats. Like, oh. Old school. They still rock them sometimes with the with the yeah, knee yeah, eyes and like, all that shit. I like that. I dig that. But I mean, Mix the team like the Yankees hasn't changed their uniform. It's gray pinstripes, and pink with pinstripes. Like pinstripes are too famous. I was gonna say that's probably yeah. the most iconic pinstripes. Yeah, it's why. But why the Yankees wear pinstripes? Yeah. Um, camo jersey. Don't like. I don't like camo jerseys. I don't hate them. I, that's not my favorite at all. But I mean, Spurs did them in 2013. It's just a way to sell. You want to do like an like you know during um. Like in November when they have like the salute to service and they have like the camo accents, or in October when they have like the pink accents, yeah. like that's fine. But the whole the whole uniform, I don't. know. I'm not a fan of that. That's no. not that's not yeah, my deal. That's crap. I hear you on that. I do. I do like um, totally a little bit out of left field. I like the new hats that all the NFL teams got. The gray with just the logo with the little with the little things on either side. Them things are tight. You know what I loved when we're ta- now talking about hats, like the old uh, logo athletic with like the wave on the front, yeah, the team Ugh. logo and then the wave. Ugh. Charlotte Hornets, <laughs> or the uh, or the old ones that had just have like the three team colors like throughout the whole, like the starter hats. Where, like I have a Celtics one where it's like green and then like another stripe of white, but it, like each stripe is like four inches wide. Gross. No, thank you. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, th- those are some, some of the grosser ones, but yeah, we want to hear from you folks at home. Let us know what you think some of your favorite or uh, least favorite uniforms are. Um, I do dig the old Seahawks uniforms. I like the way they kind of change things around. I've always liked the Bengals and like Dave said, you know, certain times I'll play Madden and I'll be the Bengals just because of the different <coughs> uniforms they have. Cause I think they look cool. Didn't the Padres have some some baby blue worked into theirs as well at one point? I think they oh no the Phillies. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, the Phillies. Phillies has a sweet outfit. Like the, the sweet like brick red that they have. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people say the Chargers powder blue uniforms are the nicest <laughs> ones. Powder blue. Can't I mean, lose. They're, nice. they're nice, but I don't know. Like there's to me, there's too many variants. Uh, I don't like when there's tons and tons of variants. But I blue, white, like, yellow. Easy. I do like my uh, bright, obnoxious colors, which is why I kind of like the Seahawks ones. And I, I do like some of the color rushes. But uh, yeah. folks at home, a couple of them are nice. There's not a neon know, guy. Yeah, let us know what you think. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run a Deadly Grounds ad, and then we have uh, a new. I don't want to call it a, a, a. It's not a. It's not a sponsorship, but it's a partnership. Patch. So uh, when we come back, we are gonna check that out. So we'll be right back. Be right back after this. Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good. It's scary. All right, so for folks who uh, 
we've been looking for some sponsorships and partnerships. Dave, tell Dave to shut up. Dave, yeah, shut up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm fat. So, yeah, I reached out recently to uh, a couple of different places, and uh, we got a, uh, a partnership deal with Raise Energy. If you are unfamiliar, Raise is a uh, energy drink that uh, gives you a nice boost, but doesn't have a crash at the end of it, uh, which I like. I actually, uh, they sent us a whole bunch of stuff. So let me just uh, show you what we got. So we got uh, several cans of the Raise Energy drink. So this is, uh, which flavor is this? This is Galaxy Burst. Yeah, Galaxy That's Burst. a really good perk. That's a really good perk to any 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 energy drink because any any other avid energy drink drinkers out there, that's the worst part is that crash at the end, that pseudo heart attack when you're coming down after a rough day yep. at work when you've slammed a bunch of them. Nobody, nobody has any time for that. We've also got uh, Baja Lime. We've got Voodoo. And uh, my favorite, and uh, this seems to be a very, very popular one, Sour Gummy Worm. Is that one zero sugar? Is that what I saw on the can as well? Yep, zero sugar. And That's uh, what I'm talking about. There is also, there's also mm. a, uh, little, there's some more stuff in this box, so we're going to go ahead and open that up. That bottle says holy shit on the side. <laughs> I like it. So we got a nice raise energy sticker. We got ourselves, well, I got me a nice uh, t-shirt. Nice uh, gym bag for when we can go back to the gym. And then uh, I got my nice rep sports uh, performance driven results. Wristband, down right there. And they gave us a whole bunch of supplements. Like, I'm talking a whole bunch. So they gave us a bunch of Broken Arrow, which is uh, nuclear pre-workout fuel. And um, I'm pretty sure that's John Travolta movie, starring Christian Slater as well. And, uh, and how he loves it. It's pronounced nuclear. 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 It's nuclear. Uh, then we got, I tried one of these the other day. You throw this in about eight to 10 ounces of water. It's energy on the go and it's a sour gummy worm. Uh, it reminds me of like a tart lemonade. And, uh, I've been having issues sleeping. So I'm glad that we got some of the, uh, hyper sleep, which has, uh, the uh, melatonin in it, which is very it's, nice. It's just sleep to the extreme. <laughs> It'll so raise your yeah. Oh, I can't handle it. It's too much for me. I got cinnamon swirl and uh, vanilla soft serve. So I'm looking for oh, vanilla soft serve. Oh, my God. That sounds good. Uh, so some of the Broken Arrow they gave us, uh, this is a Hailstorm, you know, with the appropriate coloring. Spike Punch. There is no booze in it, but. Boo. Boo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's free. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Two of the sour gummy worm, which is a very popular flavor. Um, a bunch of the energy on the go. We got five of these sour gummy worm packs, which are excellent. Excellent. Uh, a Baja Lime, a Galaxy Burst, a Voodoo, Voodoo's and, Lime, dude. and Apollo. 
I need America. My, I need my voodoo because I actually this is my ashtray that I use here. Oh, it's very a nice. skull I got from the Voodoo Museum in New Orleans. So that's mine. I thought that came directly from that voodoo priest that we visited that performed that seance. The priest gave us the actual skull. Uh, we don't keep that's that a out. replica skull. This a is voodoo a woman named Phyllis. Yeah. <laughs> Big city living and a voodoo so, woman named Phyllis. Uh, Movie. Movie's not quotable. No, not quotable at all. No. I said it's not as quotable. <laughs> Yet it comes up several times every show. Huh. Adam Sandler and Mike Myers have a, a very well, big Caddyshack has only come up when we were speaking about Caddyshack. It's the damnedest thing. We don't talk about dancing. Huh. Dance. I'm trying to tone it down for the audience that uh, might come up with my references. It also doesn't come up organically like the Waterboy does every single show. Wait, without exception. Dad quotes the water boy. Dad well, does. That, it, it doesn't come up organically when I do it because I did it specifically so I could uh, so I could like say you, that. Uh, uh, you're organic. I'm gonna make a compilation because you lied. Denial apparently just isn't a river in Europe. No, that's no. accurate. That's, that's accurate. <laughs> hey, yeah, I know. So we do have a uh, a a, uh, a little thing for uh, our folks who are listening. Uh, if you uh, take a look at what's scrolling across the the bo the bottom of uh, the screen right now, and you can uh, if you are not watching us on uh, YouTube, if you use the promo code Throwdown, you get fifteen percent off your order of Ray's Energy. Whatever you uh, whatever you decide to get, whether it's you know the pre-workout powder, the whey, the the energy drinks. Uh, go to. Uh, we'll have links in the show notes because we have a very specific code that you use so that we get credit for anything that you guys buy. We get a commission off of, which is nice. Which is, uh, you know, nice way to help us uh, improve the show and like uh, that. Yeah. Uh, Gonna pay them bills. I'm not doing nothing wrong. No, nothing wrong at all. So uh, let's get into our sports talk now. Um, first thing I want to do is uh, like what we always do. We talk about NHL and MLB because there's not a lot going on right now. But uh, with the NHL, uh, it looks like they have chosen the 13th of January to start the season. So things are already starting to ramp up. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how things play out because of uh, – how many players have had off-season surgery? We've mentioned it on the show. Uh, Marcia and Pasternak of the Bruins are going to be out at least a month or two. Um, you know, Ben Bishop, Tyler Sagan, uh, they're going to be out five months for the Stars, the uh, the Western Conference champion Dallas Stars. So schedule up too, isn't it? Yeah, schedule there. Uh, they haven't. Uh, decided completely, but it's going to be a 52 or 56 game schedule. Now, some teams are looking to see if they can get uh, get fans, and one of the teams, and hence why I'm wearing my uh, Boston Bruins Winter Classic uh, hat, they are looking to potentially play games outside at Fenway Park in order to uh, pack some fans in. And listen yeah. to the Sports Hub the other day. It's tough to do that because the logistics are very difficult. Like you need very specific uh, yeah. type of weather. Like it has to be 
overcast or cloudy. Yeah. Uh, needs to be about uh, 25 degrees because if it's sunny, then, you know, it's sunny on one side, not the other. And then the ice starts to melt. And if it's raining, then the ice starts to melt. Like there's a lot of different things. So you have to have the, the, the situation be exact in order for this to, uh, in order for this yes. to work out. It's nice and, in concept. It's, it's nice in concept. It'd be pretty sweet, but because of, you know, what we're dealing with otherwise, what are you doing? do you want one more thing that's a potential reason to have to postpone or cancel games when we're going to be dealing with all this other COVID right. nonsense potentially? You don't need one other thing to gum up your whole operation. You got to try to control this best. It'll be sweet. Gum, you know, I think people would dig it, but it doesn't seem feasible. I've been to uh, outdoor hockey at Fenway um, about eight years ago. It was nice. I had fun. It wasn't the Winter Classic. It was a couple of college games, but still, it was uh, hockey outside at Fenway. It was very nice. Um, but uh, you got season tickets. You don't want to go to that every goddamn game. No, no, you definitely don't. Um, going like sixty football games in a row. Jesus Christ! If there was, I mean, if there was a way to, you know, and then certain teams, you know, if it, January, February, sure, that's not too bad. But if you're uh, if you're playing in Arizona, yeah, uh, L.A., Santa, Santa, like any of these warm weather cities, uh, yeah. you're gonna have a tough time. You're gonna have a tough time. Um, no doubt. So it's gonna be interesting to see what they do. I personally think they should just eschew the fans and uh, do the realignment like they were talking about, and. You know, according to some of this stuff that I've been hearing and reading, the realignment would really help the Bruins because Tampa wouldn't be in their division. They would have the Washington Capitals, who they have had an issue with over the past decade or so. But the reason they've had that problem is because they've been unable to solve Braden Holtby, who is no longer the goalie. They have a, a rookie kid, I forget his name, and Henrik Lundqvist, who they have really not had much of an issue with. Yeah. Um, and Holtby is in Vancouver, so they wouldn't even see Holtby. It's like we talked about, uh, you know, within the last couple of weeks. If you're going to realign all of uh, all of sports here, all of your sport, and a third of your league plays in Canada, and none of the U.S. teams can travel to Canada, you really have to change the logistics up. So it'll be interesting to see what they do, like what the final is, and uh, you know how this all pans out. So, uh, moving on to baseball. Um, baseball. Teams have been teams in the National League have been told not to expect a universal DH. One, uh, wow. I think that's a mistake. Uh, I yeah. like the fact that they had uh, a DH this year. Uh, guys like Nelson Cruz, who's going to be forty-three years old. Um. He's a great DH, and he's been putting up awesome numbers for the past few years. They should just do it anyway. They yeah. should just do it anyway, and that's me. Maybe that's me being a, a American League fan. How? But I, I, why do we have the same league, same sport, playing with different rules? And the argument can be made, and the same thing I always hear is, "Well, the pitchers—they used—they were like the best athletes in their high school, and da 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 da." They're fragile enough anyway. I would rather my pitchers just pitch. I don't need my pitchers hitting. I'd rather have a useful bat in the lineup. I know what right. if, they were, if they're so athletic, put them in the outfield. 
Right. I know when it comes to substitutions and things, it allows you a little bit more leeway with the lineup. I get it. But I think everybody's just play the same. And the DH has, has come in, you know, real handy, keeping your pitchers off the field, keeping them rested. I don't want dudes running bases if you're a pitcher. Just, I would prefer not to, not to have that happen. That's just me. I mean, how many times have you watched a game where, you know, an American League team is playing in a National League park and the pitcher just stands there and doesn't take the bat off his shoulder because they don't want him hurting his, his yeah, throwing? Most of the time. Most of the it's time. Stupid. It's the wrong. worst fucking thing. I yeah. hate baseball because of that. Like, yeah, I do. will not watch it. But, but if you were a National League fan, you would feel completely opposite. I, I, I've had this debate with people, like, from the South, Braves fans, lifelong Braves fans that still called bullshit on that how because that's new that's new that's the new thing it never was that way so the purest part is the dh but i'm all dh all day i love when oh. my team just gives up a free out you know there's you know bases loaded one out and you know my team's down by two in the well, fifth inning yeah well, let's just, let, no just stand there strike out it's American League pitchers that have that problem. Guys in the National League were pitchers. A lot of them can hit. Yeah, so I don't know. I think I disagree, maybe. I think I want the guys to hit. I think all the pitchers should have to hit. I think – I like – fit, Pitch hitters hit. I think the pitchers should hit. I think if you're going to play in the game, then you should be, you should have to hit too. That's that's my opinion. I think the pitchers – just hit the ball. Why are you such a sal? You can't swing and hit a pitch? No, so, yeah, I'm not that. I'm fine with pitchers hitting me. And there are, like Dan said, there are some pitchers who are good hitters. You know, no, I'm just, I'm just agreeing with Dan. He's, he thinks the opposite. That's all. The bones are made of glass. Yeah, he wants DHs. I would say we screw got, the DH. We got guys that fall asleep on the couch with their toddler and don't play for a month. I, I want them running and having to get on base and run. Yeah, I don't want that. Athletes, to get the lead and try to go back and dive. Like, what are we doing? I'm going to break a finger. Be better what athletes, I want, you know what I want to see? Uniformity. Either. Everybody uses the DH or nobody uses the DH. So I'm saying. I'm with that. I'm, either like, way. Because it slows the game down and it sucks. I agree. I agree. I'm just saying I'd rather they go the other way. He wants all DH. I don't all want pitchers to hit. So either way, we got our, our bases covered. No we, I, don't, I don't care which way they go. Just If everybody had a DH, so you have more. See, it's about the entertainment factor, too. You don't right. have a dead spot in your lineup. Unless you have a shitty number nine guy, but then you can put somebody else in there. But who would you rather see coming up to bat? You know, it's like, oh, up at bat, it's, you know, David Ortiz. Or coming up to bat, it's fucking Derek Lowe. Like, who would you rather hit? I Would you, okay, to, to break it down a little more, would you rather have the guy that took BP twice that week or a guy that takes BP for hours at a time Start every taking day? more BP if you're a pitcher. You're going to have to hit. Start That's taking some BP. It's different muscles. It's different. It's all about workloads, and it's all about the kind of time. Babe Ruth did it. The kind of time that pitchers need to spend holding their craft. Babe Ruth died 70 years ago. But he still played pitcher and hit home runs. What's the big deal? Why can't these guys the play pitcher and hit home runs? A different caliber. They weren't even oh. close to what they are now. Yeah, he also and get 50 rebounds. I just said he used to hit home runs and pitch. You're saying they can't do that nowadays, and the athletes yeah. are better. Yeah. So he can do something that the athletes no. can't do today? No, no. He could do that. The guys that were throwing the ball to him weren't the same kind of guys. Well, I'm just saying. I think everyone should stop being faster. They're stronger. The pitches are faster. Stop being a bunch it's of not even close. You got accountants throwing him the ball. How, how often do you see uh, a guy who's, you know, look at a guy like 
Steven Strasberg, who's like six five, you know, two twenty. That that dude would have been playing football, and he would have been an offensive lineman back in Babe Ruth's time. Like it's not it's not the same. Guys are bigger, stronger, and they will spend their entire lives. Like look at a guy like Tua Tagovailoa. You know His what? Dad made him be left-handed. Right, and, and you bring up you bring up a guy like St- Steven Strasburg. I don't want that guy doing anything but pitching because even pitching, he can't stay healthy. I don't want right. him swinging a fucking bat and running bases. Yeah, Not at all. Care either way. There's a bunch of bitches. Hey, you, you know what? Throw the ball and hit the ball. Uh, I will I, not I dispute that. I will not dispute care. that. Baseball players, the so biggest bitches in dude. professional athletics. Baseball players. That's like a basketball player. To me, that's like a basketball player. Well, you oh, know. it's a, like a basketball player that shoot. doesn't take defense. Oh, I'll shoot, but I'm not going to run down on that side of the court. I'm just going to stay on this side. Or play court. defense. Well, I don't, play, I don't do that. I can't shoot and defend. James Harden. the league in steals, though. James Harden is a bad misconception about the Rockets. That's ridiculous. I'm not saying he is, but he can play defense and he has before. He led the league in seals. Uh, well, I look at it like this. If you were to have a guy like Nelson Cruz who can still play uh, if he's just right. DA, a guy right. like Mitch Moreland, say you've got, you have a guy who, Even Ortiz. Uh, Ortiz yeah, played first base when he had to. He was yeah, but he wasn't. He couldn't play the. the he played first game. when he had to. He's yeah, got to get out there. See you later, When it was absolutely necessary, only right. in the World Series. David Ortiz wouldn't have been able to have been as big of a part of the of of any team. I'd unless he who's disputing that? So because right. if he didn't have a DH, so David because Ortiz David Ortiz played baseball, that means everybody in the in the whole no, future no, of the league. No, 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 that's no, that. They can't play the field. No, can't. We want to have just a no, special we're position. Talking about, this is what I'm talking about when it comes to DH. If you have a guy who can still hit, who is still yeah. a power hitter, you said that three times. And they're later in their career, or they have an injury, and you want to slowly work them back into the field. You put them at DH. Yeah. They're getting them meaningful at bats. They're helping the team. Correct. Because if you were to put them in the outfield or you put them in the infield, like a guy hurts his knee, you have a good catcher like Veritech, say. You can't put him and he tweaks his knee. You can't have him crouching for three hours because his right. knee is But he can Correct. get up and he can, you know, if, his, if he hurts his left knee and he's right-handed, he can still push off his right knee. Yeah. Listen, I get your whole point. Even though, even I get though, it. I just don't agree even at all. Though, I even, think it's nonsense. Well, true, but even though see, in the I national league, me, see, I don't care. Just say it. No, I don't care. You keep going. I don't care. Just say it. You're doing too, motherfucker. No, I did it just now. I don't. Oh, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Call me up the first time I do it. <laughs> but um, in the national league, even though there are guys that hit, most of the time that that's a dead spot anyway. Like the majority of the time, the pitcher doesn't hit the ball. So yeah, it's, exactly. it's a wasted at bat. That's ridiculous. Why would you want it's to have a wasted at bat? It's an accepted thing. Just oh, they can't hit. We're we'll just not gonna, we'll, just, we'll just pull somebody in in the other league and let them hit. No, see, I just it's fine. I, I get your guys' points. I just don't like it, and I disagree. I think it should be if you're fat or out of shape or injured, you can't play position. Then sorry, keep well, on trucking. Go well, retire. You can be a coach, maybe, but you can't get out there and play. You shouldn't play. You can't be on the field. That's like basketball. Well, well all right. Well, you, we can just. We'll let you shoot from this spot. You can just no, it's different. It's, it's different. It's different. Just, obviously, it is. I'm just saying. I'm trying to make a point. It's, it's ridiculous. It's the only sport that you can do it. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be the thing. It's it's. Hey, let's let this fat old guy who 
can who weighs 300 pounds and can still hit a baseball because that they're really good at it. Just hit baseball because that's all he's good at. No, dude, you can't. Oh, no, all I right. Agree. Take, take David Ortiz off that 2013. Starting now, I'm saying starting now. Sorry, guys, and Ortiz are dinosaurs. That was an accepted thing. No. as of now, there are guys now that are still doing that. It. it should be a thing of the past, is what I am saying. Is that a dinosaur? He is I now. Do. I know he is, but the he is a dinosaur. I say he is a dinosaur. And the type of player and the application of how he I never said anything dispute that. I just said he's old. He could still play. He, maybe, but he could maybe hit the ball. But I'm saying that's so ridiculous. I just I just don't agree with the whole thing. You got, I agree with you guys' points. I mean, I, I, I see your point. I'm just calling from a different side. That's all. I just see different. If it's going to go either way, though, if it's going to be one of the other ways, it, it may never be. You're here. I'm here. No, but if it's, I'm telling you, if the league's ever going to go one way or the other, it's going to be all DHs rather than no DHs. That's your opinion. Which is the reason why That's last year in the playoffs that everybody got a DH. That's his opinion. No, no, it happened. That's true. a fact. That happened. That's, you don't know that's going to happen. No, if it's going to go either way. If it happened it's once, that means it's going to happen say, again? No, hey, America, no, 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 no. We're going to take this away from you. That's not going to ever happen. Well, I, I hope it does. But I would prefer, like you said, though, I would prefer some uniformity, right? Play the same goddamn game. Because you're not playing the same game. No, not really. It, that, it's, it's totally different when it comes to substitutions and pitching changes and all that nonsense. Like, play, play the same game. That's all I ask. Yeah. Because I do have to ask, play the same goddamn game. So, that uh, the last thing I want to bring up about uh, baseball for right now is uh, apparently one year into his uh, massive contract, they're talking, you know, there were rumors that the Phillies were looking to trade Zach Wheeler, to which one of their uh, executives came out, came out and said, we wouldn't trade Zach Wheeler for Babe Ruth. And that's probably good because he's been dead for like 70 plus years. So I'm going to call shenanigans on that because I also, all these guys say this shit. I also heard uh, Adam Schefter say information that was fed to him directly from the Patriots that said, they wouldn't trade Jimmy Garoppolo unless even if they gave him three first-round picks. How about that? Am I clear on that? And then two months later, they traded him. That's before they talked. So oh, no, no, but he was right. They didn't trade him for three first-round picks. They wouldn't trade him even if they got such a haul that was so overwhelming that they couldn't possibly pass it up. They still wouldn't trade him. It's the greatest offer. It's a wonderful offer. It's phenomenal. So, I just looked it up. Babe Ruth died in 1948, so I was—I was right. 70, 72 years he's been dead. So, I was just guessing. I wasn't sure. Yeah, fuck him. He's a waste. What? what year? 1948. Oh, okay. Years ago. Oh, you said. All right, so uh, let's uh, let's uh, move on to the NBA uh, and Dan's absolute favorite topic: load management. So apparently, there is a new clause this year saying that. Uh, if you load manage in nationally televised games, it's a hundred thousand dollar fine. Now, normally, I would say they don't give a shit about that. But with revenues being down because there's no fans in the league or in the seats, uh, they got a problem. Uh, Dave, what are your thoughts on this? I absolutely love it. I hate load management. It's so ridiculous. It's the craziest thing that's ever happened, and the fact that. I mean, if Kevin Durant doesn't get hurt in the finals two years ago, we're not even talking about load management because Kawhi wouldn't have won the championship and everyone wouldn't be like, oh, it's a new key to success in the NBA is to not practice and only play certain games. You know, it was so ridiculous. All this talk the last year, I'm so glad it's it's being phased out. It's it's great. I love it. 
I got to say, the, the, principle, the principle is not new. The principle is not new. But it shouldn't be happening in regular season games. Load manage in game. Where you're just not having, yes, load manage in game. Limit some minutes. Get the guy out there. You need to get some reps. You know, there's a reason why, you know, and, I, and again, I know it's never a good thing to compare different sports, but there's a reason why when playoff time comes around in the NFL, guys, if you already have a place locked up, you have your slot locked up, you don't play a couple guys. But otherwise, well, that's more to, of like injuries. But when you're, well, not necessarily. Like you're trying yeah. to say, no, it's preventing oh, injuries. Injuries, that's still, what I'm saying. But yeah, they're yeah. usually still playing, just not as much. Keep them the less, less touches or the less reps. That's what they should be doing because honestly, it's it's taking Sitting on a, out a game for no reason. For no reason. That just makes no sense. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. I will, I will uh, it's terrible. Guys like Kawhi and I hate Kawhi for that. Kawhi and I, he's George. an amazing player. I, I don't like I now dislike because of finding out. But Paul George thinks he's here and he's he's not even here. He's down here. Paul so George has an inflated ego. His pants are too big. He's, I mean he's he's the guy. He's too big for his pants. That's he's what I'm the guy big for his britches. He's a well, to, to Kawhi's way. That's what he is. And he thinks he's so good. And right. we he proved thinks this he's playing playoff. No playoff uh, I was never told on Paul George. And I've said that for years. Indiana, I loved him pre-injury. But, I mean, even with the destroyed his leg playing for Team USA. Ooh. He's still been good, but he's like, he's good. I, he's, yeah, he's good. He's not an elite player. Butler has since eclipsed him. Which yes, I didn't think yes, was he shits his pants. Well, I would still take him over Jimmy Butler if I'm thinking that. No, 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 no. I'm not saying on my team. I'm just saying talent-wise, he's a better player. But I would still take Butler with his the overall. I'm just saying all the, he's a better player. But yeah. with team leader and all that, you got to take Jimmy all day. But I'm just saying. The reason why George is on that team is because he was the leftover star players with a name. Oh, I called everyone. Right. Nobody wanted to come right. play. Chris Paul, uh, um, Giannis, hey, hey, everyone. Who wants to come play? Nobody? Oh, okay. Well, hey, Paul. After yeah. an hour on yeah, the, sure. After an hour on the phone, Kawhi got somebody to pick up, and it, and it was freaking Paul. He goes, hey, man, you're the first one I called. I wanted to get you on my team. I'm sure he called Russell first, and it was there on the same team. Boo that man. Boo that man. I love Kawhi. He's Phenomenal player, but I'm, I'm you don't need to load manage when you're 26. Oh, 28, 28, but right, but he's been doing it for two years. Well, he did have a serious injury two years ago, so I'm not going to say I, I can't. I will, I will play devil's advocate, and I will I will blame I will blame uh, Greg Popovich because he used to do this, and he would do it in nationally televised games. He would rest, you know, Parker. And Duncan and Ginobili, and you know what he put on the injury report? He would put old. There was no rules, so that was a good move. They, yeah, that was a good move on his part. They that. already, they were such a good team. They always were in the playoffs. They always had a great record. They could easily allow. They could do that against, like right. you know, city team. They'd be like, oh, okay, we're not. And they'd still win the game probably with Patty Mills starting at point and that's guard. That's when they put the first edict in place about resting guys. Crazy, yeah. And they started finding him because on TNT, their viewership was but like honestly. Because, oh, Tim Duncan, Mata Ginobili, and uh, Tony Parker are playing. Oh, yeah. Matt Bonner's not even playing. Like, who's starting for this team then? With no fans there. Jacques Vaughn was starting with maybe? no fans there. You have to put people on a goddamn court. Yeah, with no, no fans. Because people still go to the game no matter what. But yeah. even though they're putting a product on TV, which is what they need, if nobody's watching them, who gives a well, shit? Well, speaking of that, did we see the Christmas Day schedule? Can't wait. Yeah, we went over this a couple weeks ago. 
Who's playing at 8 o'clock, man? Luca. Luca and LeBron. New face of the league. Just wanted to say it's great. I can't guess. Yeah, awesome. we went over it. We broke that news live on the show. We were in the middle of doing our NFL segment, and that came in. I was, you know, I was feeling spacey. As I said, yeah, it was great. Also, I did. didn't stop for three days. Speaking of breaking news, though, speaking of breaking news, I did get some news before it on the air. I don't know if you're aware of it. Uh, it's pretty good news. Um, the McRib is back. I heard that. Big hey, rib, big rib. Never had, had one. It is. I'm telling you right now, if you, you know The Simpsons, I'm telling you it's that good. So that I'm telling you it's that good. Next week, it's unbelievably good. I might have to go get a couple. It's just sauce, meat, and pickles. Next week. We should all have a McRib. Oh, it is. I've never had one. Oh, my God. Never had I'm going to have a McRib. I'm going to have them cut a McRib into fries, like fry shapes, and I'm going to get that. And then I'm going to have them blend one up and have a rib shake because they're unbelievably good. It's just the best thing ever. Just soak it into my face. I can't wait. It's going to be great. You know. McRib. Um, hold on. Let me. Uh, no, you got oh, no. We got it. Hold on, wait. We're tasting food. That's what that is. Yeah, we don't know what food is. We <laughs> don't know what Chop Chop food is. Give me a second. I got Filet it. Filet fish. Mm-hmm. I love Filet fish. Mm-hmm. These are things that I never ordered from McDonald's because it costs more than $2. And they usually don't get it. I'm cheap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm telling you, it's unbelievable. I hope my body reacts. I hope my eyes, my, my body will react. <laughs> no more lettuce. People <laughs> dilate. Oh, yeah. No, like legitimately, that good. You know, the only reason I don't, because I cook with barbecue all the time, and my cooking's better than the ribs. You do make some lead chicken. I, I kill barbecue chicken. There you go. That's uh, good chicken. So yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that for next week. We'll, uh, we will open. That'll be our opening face-off. Yeah. Our thoughts on the McRib. That'll, yeah, that'll be works it. for me. So Dave, give give us some more of the uh, yeah, McRib. <laughs> I didn't hear anything you guys just said. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's uh, hop on to what the. Uh, what I said was. What I was saying was. Not only will we enjoy the McRib, but we can also see, uh, we can also vote on which athlete we think would enjoy it the most. I'm already going to say without even trying it, Sean Kemp. It's the McRib for your pleasure. I'm going to say Kalias yeah. Campbell. All right. Kalias Campbell. Campbell. Uh, Kalias uh, well, if you ever used to watch a show on Fox, it was called Where in the World is... Carmen San Diego. Uh, they're saying the same thing about James Harden. They don't know where he is until today. He did show up in Houston. Uh, he got tested, so you have to wait and see if his tests come back negative. I don't know though. He's been running around strip clubs. Uh, Getting money to bang a girl, a little baby, yeah. ten thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars, sixteen grand. 60 grand or whatever on his birthday, just cause and uh, some bunch of stuff. So, yeah, he's been a little baby. Oh, yeah. You think he banged little baby? Uh, the rapper? Oh, yeah. The dude? Oh, yeah. 
he's gay. Uh, he's not gay, but he's still learning. Oh wow, okay. So, I'm not gay, but I'll learn. I mean, I've definitely we've definitely had some takes about you know athletes with ulterior life choices, but nothing. There's anything wrong with that or anything? No, it's it's fine. If that's what you choose. Alternative, not ulterior. That's why I said. Yeah, that's one of them. So bad. We're trying so, to say uh, like alter, alternative and ulterior. Yes, interior, exterior, whatever. whatever <laughs> he likes it every yeah, it doesn't matter, dude. It doesn't matter what it is. It's all whatever good. works. Whatever uh, works. I don't care. I, I'm happy. You can for have everybody. whatever you like. Just leave me alone. Just let me do my thing. You do your thing. We're all good. So, yeah, but uh, so I don't know anything about all that. But he's just been really. He's, he's causing a big stir in Houston, so they really want to show up. GM saying there's no timetable. We don't know what's going on. He's there, but we'll see what happens. He still wants to go out. I heard 76ers. He hasn't met his coach. He hasn't met his coach in person. Never would have happened if they hired Sam Cassell. <laughs> yeah, he, dude, he doesn't want to win. No, he it, never would have, shits about listen, it never would have happened if they had asked him who to hire for a coach, maybe. He's not good enough. That's absurd. No, it's not. No, it's not. LeBron, he's not a guy you can you can bank on to win a championship. He can't LeBron, be. Your I'm just saying he has more. He has almost as much say in that Houston organization than LeBron does in the Lakers. Dude, he's one of those players. They took away one of the best people that he had on the court to pass the ball to. I don't think they give a lot of shits. Uh, Westbrook. No, he didn't want Westbrook. He wanted Westbrook gone. Either way, he wanted Westbrook last year. He does not. No, have they, they tried it. He doesn't have a track They're record. Friends. He's trying to work out great. They love each other. They're not going to play like dick bags. No, it's, it's, a, different, it's, a, different, it's a different scenario. But yeah, I Westbrook know. averaged 27, 8, 9. I mean, I, he's going to play really well. Either, you know what? I'll put him in it, too. I don't think either they one of those guys. Down. I don't think either one of those two guys has a track record that would dictate you running shit by them. LeBron... You better fucking run it by him. No, listen. Because he really knows how to put together a team. This is proven. Why do you think Harden is so upset, dude? It's because they didn't ask him about the coach and stuff. They, they're just doing all the shit. So he, he wants he to run the fucking team. You know, Morley just oh, left. He feels oh, like yeah, he's he like abandoned. Yeah, but NBA drive the franchise, dude. The other thing is their owner is a hardcore uh, Trump supporter and, like, has had some questionable views on race relations. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Traded yeah, four years ago, and all the players are black. I don't think it has anything to do NBA with it. The NBA is predominantly African American. There are things, yeah, but it's not like, hey, these guys will play for me. It's Harden's like, yeah, I'm kind of tired of his of his politics, and I don't want to be around him anymore. Oh, maybe that, no, maybe that has a, a reason. They brought it up on a couple of the different ESPN shows. Like How that, long is he on the team? Since the whole time he's been there. But can I tell you something about James Harden? He's the only player in the last, I believe it is, eight years who's made the playoffs every single year. Star player in the NBA. And then what do you do? He's the only one. He almost won a championship if Chris Paul didn't get hurt because he's a little bitch. They were up 3-2 and 3-1. I mean, no, 3-2 twice. No, they were up 3-1 fan 3-2. How did the team shoot threes in that game six? No, game six, I think they were fine. It was game seven. They they played awful and hard and did they all hard. They 30 on three-pointers. They, they were one game away from the NBA Finals two times. Harden's made the playoffs every year. He's very consistent. He's at, he's won scoring titles. He's won MVPs. He's one of those guys. Dude. He's not just some schlump. Like, His skill is undeniable. So it's what I'm saying. He's a top he is the best one-on-one player in the league. Exactly. So when you hire a new coach, you got to run it by him, dude. He's one of those guys. They don't play one-on-one. 
Yeah, he's you don't start running people by shit until they prove that they're a cornerstone of an organization. No, you hey, signature move? Absolutely. What card signature move? Jump up, kick your legs out, and land underneath the guy who and try to draw a foul. I don't know if that's a signature move, but he does it all the time. Every person in the NBA does that. Move, but yeah, it's a rule against right. sticking your leg out. It's an offensive foul if you stick your leg out. He just gets people in the air, dude. Don't take away and diminish. No, no, I'm talking about he jumps, and if the defender's there, he lands on the defender trying to get that. That's completely different. You stick your leg out, it's an offensive foul. They call that like every time. So maybe landing on someone if you don't have enough room. He does jump forward. I'll give you that. He does jump forward in his shot, so that way he creates the contact, and that's just – Kind of a smart play. That's why he shoots the most free throws in the league every single year. So, and makes the most free throws and shoots top three percentage every single year. So who are these other non-champions? That Steph Curry are? missed the playoffs. No, no, LeBron no, 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 missed no, no, the playoffs. No, no, no. Who are these other non-championship or non-champion players that are dictating what happens in the organization? Because generally it's just the winners. I mean, I'm just saying, in the league right now, so Harden usually dict- – Russell Westbrook right. dictated a lot. Houston, he, but I'm saying, is this, okay, Russell, well, whether Russell, shouldn't or not, Russell he Russell has going to run a team and bring He's can't win a championship, though, ever. But he said, hey, I want out. Was, they said, hey, I want out. They traded him. Okay, how about, um, but I mean, not not like where, where to put me. Like, that's different. Or like, demand. See, again, he can't, he can demand a trade. He can't demand a trade to a team. But they can trade him. A lot of talk right now is being that he's going to go to the Kings. Because of how he's being with the team, they're going to be like, all right, screw you. We're going to trade you for De'Aaron Fox and three first-round picks. Like, they've talked about it. I'm just saying. And he wouldn't have a choice. He wants to be out. Okay, fine, you're out. We're going to trade you to here. So, it's like. Dictating your landing spot is one thing. Harden dictates a lot about the organization. Absolutely. I don't want him making Uh, decisions. I think Chris Paul has dictated almost every organization he's been in. Played for three different teams. He didn't dictate a goddamn. Played for more than three different teams, but he absolutely dictates who they bring in. Like five or six teams. Yeah, teams he wants yeah, to so go to. These, I don't know coaches that are being hired, personnel being brought in. He's he's absolutely mentioned. Yeah, you know yeah, but there's a difference absolutely. with Chris Paul. Chris Paul is the president of the union. The exactly. Basketball player, player association is different. So That's I'm just saying, he has who without a championship is doing these things. Chris Paul right. is doing these things. James Harden is not doing these things. Obviously. No, he does. That's why he's throwing a fit now. Not fucking they didn't win up because they didn't ask him. Exactly. So up to this point, he's been regarded and respected. Daryl Morey and him were really good friends. Now he's gone. He's now, also played for So Daryl Morey leaves. He feels like he's been left by himself now. He's like, we're good friends. Now all of a sudden he's gone. Bye. See you later. Now he's left alone. Now we have a new GM, a new coach. They don't ask Listen, just listen to my point. They hire a new GM, a new coach, and the guy who he's friends with for years and years and years is gone. They don't ask him about anything. All of a sudden, now he's out in the cold. He feels betrayed. I, I understand where he's coming from. I do. no obligation to ask him about that. It's not his they decision. They do. They have an obligation to him. Yes, they do. He's their star player. They, people watch the Rockets for James Harden. Like, he's the face of the franchise, dude. But how are you going to sit here and say he's not? He's an MVP, man. Like He's not just some slouch. He hasn't won a championship, but... If you think about his, if you think about his, they were talking about it today. If you think about his, uh, what's the word? His, his. If you talk, think about him in, uh, what, what's the word? His dynasty. Yeah, his legacy. He cannot win a championship. He's still going to be that guy that was awesome at scoring and the best one-on-one player, whether he wins a ring or not. Here's the like, thing. Here's the thing. Let me let me throw this out at you, Dave, and I'm going to put this in math and science terms. James Harden's been on that team for what, like eight years now? Yeah. How many different pieces have they put around him 
over and over and over. They keep bringing different guys, different guys. They change, they change coaches. They changed their philosophy. They got rid of Clint Coachella. They got rid of all these different guys and brought in all kinds of different teams and all kinds of different players and 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 basketball uh, philosophies. Hold on, hold on. They bring in all these different things, and none of it ever works. What's the one constant that is always there? Always variable. Okay, a semi-true statement. Dwight Howard is one hundred percent true statement. They gave him Chris Paul. They couldn't play with him. They gave him fucking. Well, with every other team he's ever played with. Doesn't matter. They they're trying. They've given him over and over and over. They have given him different supporting casts. Dwight Howard maximize him. Dwight Howard because he was lazy and didn't want to play basketball. He just want to ring with LeBron. Yeah, and, and didn't play a single game in the series against the Rockets. Didn't play one game. He was integral. It doesn't matter. You could have placed him with uh, somebody else. He wasn't, wasn't that important in the series. Important in the next series and the finals. Okay, I'm just saying. What I'm saying is that if you over and over and over, you give him different guys to play with, and you give him different superstars, like they have changed their, their playing philosophy to maximize his skills, and he cannot bring them over the hump no matter what they do. You keep saying this. They were one game away from the finals. Chris Paul tore his But they never made it. Chris Paul tore his so you have one guy out there. The point was him and Chris Paul will go win a championship. He's going to win it by himself. Who does that? No one. There, there were no other guys on the floor there. They didn't uh, have Chris Paul. Paul Chris Paul was traded there to win a championship. He got hurt like he always does. And he was very hard to play with. Chris Paul's a difficult teammate. Dwight, Dwight Howard was a difficult teammate. Russell Westbrook, difficult teammate. You bring in all these guys. Those are the guys who wanted. Yes, he is. Chris Paul, a difficult teammate. Every team yeah. he's ever played with. I said those are the guys that he wanted. He okay. said, bring me this guy. This is my guy. I will win with this guy. And he has okay. never won with anybody. But that's him controlling the franchise for the last eight years. So you made my point. He yeah, controls so the franchise. Now they're done with it. They're yes. done with it. Like we've given you almost a decade. That's a downslide. We've given you everything we could possibly. We gave you a power center. We gave you a finesse center. We gave you a, a, a passing card. In his first year in the Rockets, I think 45. Yeah, we gave you an all-star center. He got hurt halfway through the season and missed the I rest of the all-star. I said power center. Okay, that got hurt and didn't play. So great. We gave you a guy who didn't play. That, that's a, who cares? Guess what? Dwayne Howard's a really good example. He was the only real superstar on his team. He didn't get along with Kobe. Players. He made the finals against and, and, and that was very fluky won. against LeBron. That was so fluky. They beat the Cavs. Nope. So, so there are singular oh players that can push you over the line and get you a certain. He got traded to the Rockets six years later. He played for the Lakers. It didn't work with Kobe. He went and played with Rock because he's lazy. He was lazy. Kobe and Harden said the same thing. They didn't like his work ethic. He just didn't care. He should have been one of the best players of all time. In 08, we thought he was going to be one of the best to ever do it. He fell on hard. He won. So I mean, he, 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 he had nobody on that team. Just like Gary Payton's you know championship. Great. You won it. Who cares, dude? You're yeah, a real player. never won a championship. Yes, he did in the Miami Heat in 2006. Here's the other thing, too. Really? He was on that team? And exactly. You don't even remember because it's meaningless. Great. You get to wear a ring and win it. Gary Payton's role in that was not the same as Dwight Howard. They're role players. The role time. players. The exact same role. It wasn't a role oh, player. Payton didn't play. 
Do you know why he didn't have to be on the floor against the? Because they were going small ball. Little team. What the fuck is he gonna do? I'm just saying. Once they took him out and still won. So he's not that to a legitimate contender. Then he had to come out and play because they got hurt in his two games. It's not like the Heat were huge. The Heat were big enough to get to where they were at. Where no, they, they weren't. Were. They had missed games, dude. They had nobody. Yo, of course they were. They only lost. Yeah, he still played against Jokic. I'm saying they only lost against. Yeah, of course he's gonna play against, against Jokic, but he's not that. Jokic he's is a not. shit ton better than Jokic. Dwight Howard. Jokic is dope. Yeah, who said he wasn't? Well, you're well, saying he didn't do anything. He played against fucking Jokic to free up. He's very interchangeable. He wasn't in a very Howard is not interchangeable. On this year's Laker team, yes, no, he was. No. He didn't really do anything but defend and rebound. It's all okay. No, you're that's right. What they needed him to do. Oh, exactly, but he wasn't like a starter player that's like very like, oh my god, if they didn't have Dwight Howard, I don't know if they would have won it. Like you have LeBron and AD, you're good, dude. Fill the holes. It's no, like, you can't it's just have LeBron and AD and Let's stop overinflating like the Lakers wouldn't have won the ring without Dwight Howard. That's crazy talk. That's not what I said, but he was an in, he was a very important piece for what they were doing. Very important. I don't know about that either. I don't know. I don't know. Who else was there back in center? Fucking JaVale McGee? That's what I'm saying. When he didn't play an entire series, how are you that important to a, a championship run? You missed an entire series. Because the that diminishes your, your importance. The little you're, guys that were playing against Houston wouldn't have Okay, been great. So you're not, you're, not that, you're not that intangible, and we're going to bench you for six games because so – You're telling he, me he didn't play a second in that Rocket series? Not one second. Didn't need him. He didn't play. That diminishes everything. I'm dead. Come on, man. How do you not – It's not like he was like, oh, my God, we need Dwight on the floor. He's got to play. He, he played like 20 minutes. Like, come on, guys. Relax. In every sport there Dwight Howard in the Lakers and Dwight Howard on the Rockets a few years ago was a different story, too. But he was very hurt. He missed half the season. So Was he around in the playoffs? You guys are sitting here talking about how good Dwight Howard is and saying that James Harden doesn't – I don't know. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is Harden's gotten everything he's wanted – Every single time they they're like, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need to be successful? He says, I need guy A, B, C, and D, and they go out and they get guy A, B, C, and D. Listen, listen, it's the same as Kawhi. He made a bunch of phone calls. A lot of guys didn't want to leave where they were going. He tried to team up with a lot of other guys, dude. He was. So why do you think that is? Well, I'm not. Giannis talks shit. So he doesn't pass the ball. He doesn't. He likes to score. So it is. You know what I mean? They need. He's still a great player, though. You can't diminish his yeah, great. But if you're a guy that's like, I need to score 40 points a night or I'll, I'm not happy. I've mentioned like, this. Before. I want to win a championship, but I can't play with anyone else. He's I never can't won play with it. any other player who oh. is of any value. Dude, relax. He's never once said he wants to win a championship. That's the problem. You okay? He still wants to score 40 a night until he changes well, that. Well, then fucking don't say, I want to go to the Nets. Yeah. I want to go to the Sixers. I want to go to a contender. Different show. Maybe he does want to change, but it's not going to change the Rockets, and he knows that. He ain't going nowhere in the Rockets. That's why he wants out. He's not winning He's not going to go anywhere without somebody else carrying him, and if he wants to get his points exactly. and he wants somebody to carry him, it's yeah. not going to happen. He wants to team up with another guy or another two stars. Absolutely. I agree. He can't get his 40 million and his 40 points a game and his exactly. you know, 97% usage rate or whatever the fuck it is and have two other guys be happy with their roles and carry him to a championship. 
Who unless, said that? Unless everybody agreed, wants to we win. just said, I just said, yes. unless he changes his mindset, he never will do anything. So Wait, we're agreeing. Yeah. Yes. So he can't score 40 a night. Exactly. You're getting all loud. Like you try to make a point. I'm, I'm saying the same thing. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm saying it because I get fired up with guys that play like this and it pisses me off. Like, she's done it already. She's done the titles. He's won the MVP. He scored a bunch of points. He's got him nowhere. He needs to be like, okay, dude, get take a look in the mirror. If I want to win, which he hasn't said he wanted to yet, then he needs to change himself. This brings it back to a, a point that I've made against uh, made on dudes or about dudes. In the he could be great. A third player. He could. Some guys. Don't give two shits about winning in the long run. If they don't, if they win, awesome. If not, it's in the money, world. Because he got his money. And Adidas contract is like fucking six hundred million or something. Some people like have a singular motivation that is that, and it makes sense. He's Why not? Paid. He don't care about money no more. He's not paid times over. He's, he's, the next two generations of his family he are turned down a hundred million dollars over two years. He don't care about money. He's That's to tell you that he doesn't want to stay in Houston. He's got he doesn't care about fifty million. He's the first player ever to make fifty million. He's like, no, don't want he it. He doesn't care. He, he does not need it at this point. He wants out. Exactly. exactly. So we're agreed. He, he wants out. He's going to be gone. He wants comfort. by the trade deadline. He'll be gone. He wants comfort. He needs somebody to you know a couple to put his on because he could do the job. The Sixers like, no, don't want to trade Ben Simmons yet, though. That's the thing. The Sixers want to run it with Doc. See what happens. Six if six. by the trade deadline, maybe they'll trade him. But I think maybe they should just stupid not to. I, I think I say trade him to a shit team. Like uh, fuck his feelings. Trade him I to a shit team. There was a few different uh, places he could go, and um, there's not a lot of bad teams because he wants to go to a contender. So bad. it's like they were I saying, don't give a what he wants to do. You want to go with a, to a contender, but you no, want to you know instead of showing up to training camp, you want to go maskless at a fucking strip club. And yeah. then not show up. He's flaunting the fact that he wasn't in. He is. He is fucking up. He's currently, currently fucking up. Well, he's there. He's now. on the contract for two more years, so they right. can be like, "Fine, fuck it." When you're yeah. thirty-three, then you can go somewhere else. Yeah, but the, the thing that people in the league, you know, hey, we know the stars are in the league for the most yeah. part. That's that's mostly a certain. Yeah, who wants to watch the Rockets? Without However, people. you don't know. As an executive at any level, coach, assistant coach, trainer, whatever, you don't know when you're going to run back into these people. You don't want to have to be involved in things that are going to leave a bad taste in their mouth that you may have to address that could cost you a job at a later date. Like, listen, we really want to bring him in, but you really fucking hate your guts, so you got to go. Because if it's one or the other, most of the times it's going to be the lower profile. They're going to trade him where he wants to go. You should do wrong by trading where he wants. If they, of course they will. They will. That's what he's making his point. You have to make yeah. good with him. They're not going to be a jerk and then later on down the line. They're well, no, but here's the thing. Why am I going to trade you to a franchise like, say, the Nets or the Sixers who are yeah, maybe a that. piece away from a championship and destroy my franchise at the same time? Why am I going to give you the ring that you couldn't give to me? You're not destroying it. You got John Wall. You you're got Bobby Cousins. You're going to get a player. Yeah, you know, John Wall and, and Demarcus. How many games know. have they played combined of the past two and a half? You don't know how they're going to be. Both coming off injuries, but they used to play together on Kentucky. It could work. I'm not saying you're going to They played together on Kentucky. What was that? 13 years ago. Doesn't matter. I'm just saying. It doesn't matter. I don't finish seasons. Wall no, has been played in two fucking years. You'll get a haul back for James Harden. Exactly. You'll get a haul. You're going to get assets back. Not if, you trade to, not if you trade him to one of those contending teams. Well, I already looked today. They, they, trade, they have they, to. They would trade him to the Nuggets for picks, a couple of guys, but they're not going to trade uh, 
Kevin Porter Jr. They can trade right. to the Heat, but it would also include Duncan Robinson and Charlie Hero in picks. They're not going to do that. Yeah. But they could. Honestly, I can see him going to play with a guy like that. The Bulls was another thing I saw today. There's a few t- uh with a lot of draft picks. Um, Raptors could probably do something. No, no. Raptors got too Raptors much. Are too tight. Yeah. They just yeah. gave Ben Vliet fucking they 20. And they got, um, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember his name. Siakam. Siakam. And Anunoby's going to be making money. Hollis Jefferson makes $15 million. The Warriors could trade for him. They would have to trade Wiseman. They're just freshly drafted pick, which they're probably not going to do. And that would so, be a terrible, that would be a terrible move for them. That would be a terrible move yeah. for the Warriors. But, like, why would Rock do that anyway? He's not going right. to do that. So there's, there's, there's the not going to be a ton of options. There's going to be options out there. People will make them. You, but there's, like, viable options, but people aren't going to trade They're not going to give up their young assets for Harden. Unless somebody yeah. is crazy and says, screw it, I want to win this season. I'm gonna put all this. I can see Pat Riley doing it. I really could. If, why not? Pat yeah. Riley would do it. He would say, screw it, I'll take Harden. I'll give you at least – I'll give you Hero instead of Robinson, or I'll give you Robinson you know, instead of Hero. I hate I hate to even entertain it because I don't love it, but the Celtics would make sense too. They would have yeah, to. The Celtics were on the list. They would have to trade. Celtics would be a viable. I don't Kemba like Walker. It. They would have to use their trade exception. They'd have to give them. They have a trade exception. Not that's, that's, not, that's what I said. They'd have to I'm use. Trade yeah, there's, there's, there that that could happen. That's viable, and it's come up. They had, they had the option. Confirmed that he hasn't met. Danny Ainge confirmed that he hasn't met with him yet. So there's that too. Well, love here's time. the thing with, with the Celtics: if they were going to trade for him, they should have traded for him before the draft with those three first round picks. Yeah, those, those were that instead of taking them. Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't want them to take them. Yeah, I don't know a single guy they drafted. All they do is just pick and 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 fucking mains bursting at the seams and a bunch of yeah. jabronis and shit. A bunch of fucking fat mellow jackal balls. So to move on to uh, because we had that nice segue about the trade, the uh, the trade exception. Uh, here are some options that I saw on an article for the Athletic today. Um. Eric Gordon from the Magic, uh, because the Celtics, uh, they have 22 of that 28 and a half. You said Eric Gordon from the Magic. We did this. Aaron Gordon. Did I do that again? Yeah, I must have. Must have been. Yeah, whoever's the the Gordon from the Magic. Uh, He's got two years left. He's got two years left. uh, 18.1 and 16.4. So that would fit in because the Celtics can only use. Uh, 22 of that 28 and a half because of the contract that um, that um, that uh, Thompson signed. Yeah, it is Aaron. I don't know why I'm always putting Eric. Uh, another guy that they could call get. Him Eric. Yeah, I know. I, I I don't know why it's, I always call him Eric Gordon. Kind of guy, dude. He, but he shoot. He can he can really good in the post. He's kind of undersized, but he is he's explosive. Yeah, he's Crazy. real explosive. Uh, so here's a couple more names, and uh, tell me what you think. Uh, Dejounte Murray, uh, he's got four years left: fourteen point three, fifteen point two, sixteen point six, and seventeen point seven. Yes, from the Spurs. Dejounte on my sandwiches he myself is a stud, but I don't see how he fits on that team. Yeah, he's only yeah, he has to be a point guard. But he's or a shooting guard, 
and move, you know, no, Brown, but Tatum at power forward? Come on, I don't like that. No. I like Brown at shooting guard, Tatum at small forward. You got Kemba at point guard. You'd have to get rid of Kemba, I think, to get DeJounte. Yeah. I don't like he's not a backup. He's not a backup kind of guy. DeJounte's a stud. You'd have to start him. So next yeah, up, next up uh, and this is one that I like because I like this player, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, who has one year and $24 million left. Uh, he'd be a good <sighs> – down low presence, guy that could give you twenty and ten. Um, yeah, as a, as a third option, I would love it. He, not as a first option, they can't bring him in. He's just he so his whole career. He's one of those guys that just cashed in. One of those NBA guys that just made so much money and was yeah, always he played like, really well for t- uh, Tampa, uh, Portland for years. Yeah, he used to give the Mavs fits, but he never won. It really, I, I don't know. I liked him. He was a good game. He was just always in kind of tough positions, but. He would be great on the Celtics behind Tatum and behind uh, Brown. I, I could see him. I could no, 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 I could see him starting a power forward. Thompson, him and Tristan, him and Tristan down low, banging. Oh yeah, that's yeah, great. Those two, so you'd have you'd have those two. You'd you'd have, so you'd have Thompson, Aldridge, Brown, Tatum, and Kemba on the floor. Gosh, that's all all stars. Five all. That's a that's an unbelievable starting boom, five. Comes the boom. That could beat anybody in the league. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, that's a good good starting and they match up well. That's strong defense. Enough offense to get you. I mean, any one of those guys can score. Maybe yeah. not Thompson so much, but like no, that's a better starting five than like the Lakers starting five. The Lakers have the two better players, two best players, but I think that five with Schroeder and LeBron and, uh, is better than them three. That that would be tough. You know, Schroeder is a good shooter. He's nasty. I love Dennis Schroeder. All right, next up. Next up, Rudy Gobert, who has uh, with one year, 26 and a half. So they'd have to trade a little something to get him. I believe Don't, get me, don't get me started. I would. Fight. He's a good fit on any team in the NBA. There's not one team that wouldn't love to have Rudy Gobert. I want the Mavs to get him. I heard they were trying, but because they're trying to pursue Giannis so much, they're not signing anyone, so it's like. Well, Gobert's got one year, so it's only this year. And if they're trying to sign Giannis, you know, have Gobert play this year, replace him with Giannis next year. I mean, that's see if he wants to stay and take a le- less money to play with, you know, the future of the league. And uh, if not Giannis, like it's all over. Like it's Luca and Giannis would be. That's it. Even if, even if Porzingis never plays again. Porzingis will play again, though. But Porzingis, Luca, and Giannis. Then you sign Rudy Gobert, and then who's your small forward? Who cares? Who cares? Rudy the small forward. I would I would call four words: championship. Yes. All right. Up. Now this one, this is another Jazz scenario, and it's interesting. Uh, Bojan Bogdanovich and Joe Ingles. Uh, Bogdanovich has got three years at 17.9, 18.7, and 19.6. Ingles has 10.8 and 14 over the next two. Do you know who those guys are? One time I sprained my Bogdanovich. Do you know who those guys are? I know Bogdanovich. I don't know the other guy. Unbelievable. Yeah, Ingles, Ingles is very much like dying Gordon Hayward. Yeah, no, no. He's like that. He's like a Marcus Smart kind of guy. He just does like little things on the court. He looks like he's not work. good at basketball. That's dirty work. He looks like he can't play. Like he's like, oh, this guy is starting. Like you go to the court, you're like, oh, I'm not covering this guy. Then he starts slapping threes in your face. He's that guy. He looks like he, he he's nasty. He's very high IQ and he's a great shooter. That would be great. Both of those guys. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Donovich, easy, easy could start at the two. You could let 
Tatum, uh, I mean, Brown, bring the ball. Uh, well, you still have Kemba. You could start all four of those guys. Yeah. Bring them start Bogdanovich, Tatum, Brown, and Kemba together with with Tristan easily. That's a good four. Uh, if I mean five. Well, of those of those scenarios, so you have Gordon, Murray, Aldridge, Gobert, and then uh, the two Jazz twins, Bogdanovich and Ingram. Hey, uh, real quick, one for one, two for two, three for three, and four for four. Break breaking NFL news real quick though. Real quick though. Des Bryant says he's gonna he's he's out for the rest of the season. He plays for the Ravens currently, so no Des Bryant the rest of the season. Not that he's been terribly impactful, Why? but um He was excited to play tonight. Some COVID issues. Because he keeps getting scratched because there's been core because there's been COVID issues with the games and shit. He's out. Call it quit. Yeah. That's how he said he like He was supposed to play tonight. He was so excited talking all day yeah. about he's gonna play his whole team. Well, maybe we'll see him next year. Who knows? Um, but yeah, that that's. I'm not surprised with with Dez. He was probably going to be a, a healthy scratch. I think he played last week against the uh, against the um, the Steelers. But yeah, those so, goddamn Steelers. Again, of those of those guys, Dave, uh, what would be like? Because I I would like Aldridge. I I would take I, Aldridge. I think- I think Aldridge or Gobert, yeah. Yeah, Dave, Dave's a Gobert guy. Aaron also. Gordon would be great too, though. Honestly, any honestly, any of those besides yeah, Aaron Gordon, Gordon would be good too. Yeah, no, yeah, Aaron no, Gordon. Any of those besides Dejounte, just because I don't think he fits as well. Oh, I like I like Aldridge because he's a guy who's I can't I think he came like he replaced Duncan like he came in after Duncan left or like towards the end of Duncan's career and he never won with them. No, no, they signed him. Yeah, after after that, when he when the Spurs so, were like, starting, yeah, but he he played with Kawhi, but they never won with him. Ah, uh, I think that was the season Kawhi was out, though, wasn't it? Well, I mean, they were on the team at the same time. That's oh, okay. Well, um, oh, fuck them. Yeah, they can't win together if they didn't play. That's all I'm saying. Right. That would have been um, a good duo, though. That would have been a good duo, especially Aldridge. Well, back what, about, that been good, though. what about you, Dan? Who would you uh, who would you take of that? Go Bear. I think that's pretty easy. Go Bear all day. I mean, seven, I, seven footer who can defend and rebound. Yes, correct. I mean, and, and he can't shoot, which you know these things that I always stick to. But on the Celtics, specifically, if you know if he comes to the Celtics, I mean, I know he doesn't. That that's that's what the mold is in Boston, but I think if you have there's a guy, mold in Boston, but I think <laughs> I think though if you have a guy that can be so effective otherwise, then you can you can lack that because I mean, people people are gonna have to account for him, and you got guys that can shoot, and you got other you got, you got smart out there, and you have a whole bunch of other guys that can kick it out to the perimeter and shoot. So uh, I mean, it, it'd be one of those things that. You can have a guy that maybe doesn't do everything you need, but can do everything else. You know what I mean? Get, Fine. You cool. can get 15 and 15 from Gobert with a couple Correct. of laps. That's all you would need. No, that's, that's all. That, that, that would be such a huge help because when it comes to bigs, they they are so deficient. It's not even funny. Yeah. How, how, how it's frustrating to watch when you're a fan of that team, especially because Jesus Christ, are they bad when there's – effective big men on the other side. If you're going small, they, they, they can work it. They have plenty of guys that can work with that, and even a couple of kind of big guys. Thompson's going to be a help. But Big-ass Thompson. You've been running you guys. Thompson at power forward and have a real center? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that'd be huge. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be big time. That'd be big time. All right, like, so 
the athletic just popped up a, uh, a list of, uh, of some of the um, possible trade destinations for uh, Harden, like some of the outsider shots. So uh, I'm just going to give you the team and you tell me what you think. Uh, New Orleans Pelicans. No. Wow. That'd be cool. A lot of assets and young That'd be cool. Picks. Wow. Zion and Harden. It might be, oh, it might be doable. That would yeah. be scary. Well, let's say, at first, he would like so it, play off. You yeah. can just get all Harden's rebounds and just yam it back. Wow. That was that's scary. No, who would do that? They better not do that. Why not? Uh, the Clippers. <clears throat> who cares? He wants to play for Ty Lue. Clippers, man, uh, that would make a that would make it hard for me to hate the Clippers. Another guy just uh, also asked, uh, said the the Clippers. Uh, John Hollinger says Minnesota. Uh, With cat, yeah. Good yeah. luck for about a decade of uh, mediocrity. Uh, yeah, okay. six years until Harden retires. You know, I just thought of this too. I I wouldn't want. You know what? Okay, developing thought here. I wouldn't want him to go to a shit team. Regardless of, oh, he deserves it. You know what, Pat? To your point, he certainly does not deserve necessarily to dictate every move that he makes. But he is a generational talent. I don't want to see him play for some shit team. I don't want to see him go to Minnesota or the Clippers and I got a chance of doing anything. Clippers are with hard that's a big three no nah, yeah it would be it would be i don't want to see him play with that a lot because i don't like them but i want to see him go to a legit oh, team like- i want to see him do something i want to see him be put in a position because you know what not every guy who is supremely talented is able to be a number one not every guy even if you have unlimited ceiling right you still may not be a number one that's just what it is but if he's not the number one and can still get a lot of shots off, maybe he scores 30 instead of 40. Fucking yes, he Westbrook, Westbrook wants to go score 40 by himself. Right. I Harden just oh, – I think he's okay. I don't want to see guys like seat. this playing for shit teams, just toiling away, because then you're AI. Then you're AI. Wasted talent that they, they well, tried. They didn't do as much as they could have with him. Because, again, supremely talented. He stayed with Philly for a long and time. Also, no, he only went true, to the Nuggets. No, very the true, but also he was a big part of the problem. But oh. yeah. But it, sucks oh, to see, but it sucks to see supremely talented guys toiling away at nothing. I don't want to see that. Score 40 points and they lose. That's, I mean, again, like you it. said, some guys don't care. Carmelo Anthony finally got it through his fucking head that he needed to change his, his game around. And yes, he did. He's coming off the bench in Portland, and he re-signed with Portland. And he also doesn't need the money. So he's another guy. Rose back, baby. Money is literally never ever going to be a for him or his kids. And here's the thing with me: like, if you really want to build a team, he should have signed with Miami. He took the money. He took the money and ran. Moron. Here's and here's the thing: he could, you know, a lot of these guys, like you were talking about Harden or LeBron or all this, their NBA contract means jack shit. Like, they don't need to make forty five million a year because they're making ninety million a year from fucking Nike. That's why they donate a lot of that money and they do good things with no, it and they help the communities and they build schools and Harden does a lot of, you know, he does a lot of charity work. He gives back a lot. In the Houston area. But they're, they're both from California. They do a lot of charity work and stuff in their hometowns. There shouldn't be a comma between those names. There should be LeBron, period, and then everybody else. It's, 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 well, yeah, not, it's, it's, he's the, we're, he's, we're not even, it's, on not, the, it's not just basketball. LeBron is, no, just is in general. We're not, 
we're not even talking different pages. We're talking different books. I think at this point, he might be bigger than Brady. I think he's on top of the world. No. He just no, won the championship. No, 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 he just no, won the championship. I think he's on top of the world right now. Brady. championship in L.A. I'm just saying, I think LeBron is, is number one right now. To now, to now tie for most championships in the league history. So... Wow! Wow, they're gonna break it next year. That sucks for the Celtics. However, what <laughs> they get Aldridge? How many of them were Minnesota? With several, the LA Lakers didn't win all those. A lot of them were the flag again. Minneapolis Lakers. There's also an asterisk again. It's it's you know knee pads and belts. There's George Mike. No, no black guys on the court. So all of those George were the Celtics. They couldn't stop them. No matter who was the Celtics or the Lakers, that shit deserves and an asterisk. I don't care if it was a five foot five white guy or a five foot five black guy. I don't care if he was Asian or Spanish. He was five foot five, and they're all little. Yeah, a huge motherfucker. Then all, all he did was his little. You, you ever see him play though? He, he catches the ball instantly, just lay up. It's all he catches the ball. As soon as he catches it, he's already in his motion shot. You can't stop him. You couldn't stop it. But he was unbelievable. Early score. He was just nobody sound. There was nobody equipped to physically to stop Tim him. Tim Duncan point. studied his game to become good because of how good he was at banking shots. It was unreal. Four out of five years. He says it. Nobody's sitting here complaining. I'm saying he's the best. He's the best at banking. He there was an interview with Mike and he said. My teammates come and they hey people come from everywhere to watch me and my, my teammates play and Do you know, you know why? I pass them the ball and I score and we're a good team. It's like, oh my god. You know why? Do you know why he did that? Where's the money? Well, it was like a TV reporter, right? Where, After a game. I don't know. Where is the money? In LA? In the bank. Well, he was the money is in the bank. Bank that shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long way to go for that. I didn't get it. But George Mikan, great guy. I love him. Rest in peace. No, I like George Mikan too. I, I like Faith. Faith was a good song. Yeah, he was better with Wham. Uh, so let's, uh, let's move on. We still have uh, wrestling and uh, and, uh, and NFL to take care of. Picks. So, um, oh, nice. Let's do I NFL. Let me, let me, let me. Let's go NFL. Let me let Let's me go end. NFL. I gotta because we gotta make this quick, and I uh, gotta get home for lunch. <laughs> All right. So starting with the NFL, Patriots absolutely route the Chargers. Can they make the playoffs? Uh, possibly, no. but there's a lot of teams ahead of them. Uh, as it stands right now, might. as it stands right now, um, division. Division. They are on the outside looking in. Let me say. Let me say, though, one thing I have to point out, again, as the resident Patriots fan in the room, they have the tiebreakers over both the Raiders and the Ravens. So if they end up with Michael's schedules and that's the playoff, Patriots get in because we beat the motherfuckers. So my question for you as the uh, resident Patriots fan, how many games do you think you're going to win with Cam throwing sub 85 yards? Two already. It's I mean, not many, not many more. They've won a couple because the game plans that they've been running have been very effective. Uh, but just like anything else, you can only do the same thing for so long. So I mean, but I keep telling you, Belichick gets young QBs. It doesn't not matter. Not only Belichick gets young QBs, but there's also an exemplary record, exemplary effort. Even though they did win against mobile quarterbacks, Pat, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Kyler Murray, Ooh. we beat him. We beat him. 
sure that the next the rest of their schedule aside from this next game is division opponents yeah they beat the Dolphins in the first game of the year Dave Jesus yeah they always play yeah, against Fitz yeah. no yes, Fitz. oh okay yeah so they're two they and one play, division yes, two and one division yes yeah 21 to 11 yeah it so was uh, two, they always play they and then we end the season. Um, we end the season's Dolphins, Bills, Jets. So the whole bet lies on the last three weeks. Dolphins, Bills, and Jets. And hey, one. Depend the Bills have a better record, though. Obviously, Buffalo has a better record. They two of those games. If they gotta win two out of three. Right, right. They're gonna win the bet. For that's, the bet. that's that's secondary to my team doing as good as they do. If they have a realistic chance of making the playoffs, not only do they have to win out, but they need help. The Browns would probably have to fuck up. The Dolphins or the Bills would have to fuck up. Like somebody has to do some getting out of the way for them. The Bills are good. That's going to help next week because the Patriot, uh, the, the Raiders, oh. and the Colts play each other, and they're both jockeying for position. Either way. Yeah, no, either way is good for us, especially because we have the tiebreaker over you. So you kind of want – I, I think you probably want the Raiders to win that game, though, just to knock yeah. the Colts down because he's going off the W. But, yeah. and the, the, you know, what it was like you – know, so, Colts have a better I don't know if you guys so remember. One too, but. Do, you, do you remember playing Sonic Hedgehog as a kid? Pat, do you remember playing Sonic, especially Sonic Pat, 1? Pat was a Sonic guy, I feel like. I didn't have the second Genesis then. Yeah. No, it wasn't a Sonic so, guy. So if, if, if you're familiar – and this. If you're familiar yeah, with what you have to do when you play Sonic the Hedgehog, when you play Sonic the Hedgehog, he's swimming underwater, he can't just swim for an unlimited time. He has to stop and get like air bubbles. So he go up or else he dies. So what you see, it was just like it was just like I was playing and having Sonic the Hedgehog in front of me, seeing Derek Carr just take swim up and with one second left, get that lasso of air. And hop that goddamn pass with the worst defensive play I've ever seen get called on the other side for you to win all that all game. Blitz. They they blitz all this shit you want. You know, all blitz when the guy wants to bomb the ball. The worst decision I've ever seen, although I thought they might have been trying to lose that game. But that's what it took to beat the Jets. So talk shit all you want. And I know you might not be now, but you do. That's the one. Oh. Oh, Kai drives back. Kai drives back. Here he goes. He's letting it loose. Oh, oh completed touchdown, Raiders. Yeah, that was a that great was fucking throw, too. It was like, so what's a New England record right now? What's a New England record right now? Six and six. And they have, they have four games left? Yes. Yes. 
Chargers, uh, Rams, Bills, Dolphins. I said they'd go eight and eight. Yeah, they're gonna they, they could win out. And you that know what? They have to beat the Rams and then lose to Buffalo and Miami or or two out of the next three for me to win the bet. Because I said they'd go eight and eight, and I told Dan they'd go three and three in the division. So I'm still alive. You're kind for of both. I'm also, not so bad. Yeah, whatever. I, I will say this. I like that they put Stidham in, even though it screwed me on DraftKings. I liked as a fan that they put Stidham in at the end because let him get, let him get some reps. Because honestly, Cam cannot throw the goddamn ball. Wait, did you put Cam in on, on DraftKings? Yeah, he was. He does a one. He does just a, just a team game. Just that one just game. One oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. The captains. He was burning it up, dude. Him and Harry. We're winning me eight bucks, and then they took his ass out the game, and I lost. But hey, you know what? As again, I, I that's why it took so long for me to get into gambling because I don't like to root against my team. I like that they put Stidham in. I like that he didn't. They let him throw. He didn't throw any picks. That's a good thing because who knows? Maybe he's getting back in. I race. will say it again and again and again. I like Stidham. I I think he he has potential. I like him. I like his confidence. I think it's he comes out there and just throws a ball, whether he throws a pick or not. They let him throw with legitimacy. So they when they let him throw this past game, he was scoring touchdowns. He didn't throw any picks. And there has I been mean, times in the past that were pretty demoralized already when he came in. This is the Stidham gun. That's, that's the Stidham gun. That's the Stidham gun right there. One thing I do want to throw into the Patriots top two that's been all over the place and I just love is a potential stopgap being Alex Smith next year. Alex Smith would be good on this team. I would love that. That guy is 97 and 64. Do you see his leg in the brace? It's oh, yeah. 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 I like yeah. that. Yeah. It looks like when, when Quackmire gets hit by that ball, his face swells out. <laughs> That's literally what his leg looked like. It was disgusting. And that guy playing and winning games, I love that guy. What love the game? Him. Against I, the, I was getting so teary Steelers. When he walked in the game, his first time, did a whole special on before Sunday, Sunday mm-hmm. football, and his wife and his stands all like, I was crying like a the only oh, time was, little girl. It was. Is he going to be able to play again? Is are they going to be able to save his leg? That's crazy, dude. They the thought he was going to die because he got he an infection. Die. He got an infection yep. after his one of his like thirty surgeries. His leg looked like Moo Mesa or something. The worst time that he's ever had was when he first came into the league and the ball was too big. But after that, he really, you know he really stabilized his career. I always loved Mo Mesa because it was just a great for anybody that's not familiar with it, it was an old TV show. And it cracked me up just the concept the because they were cowboys. Not only were they cowboys, they were cows that were cowboys. Cow cowboys that rode. That rode horses. horses. Yes. That's the part that always made my brain numb. Was like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The cows. That are walking like humans and a cow would they ride horses though? Anthropomorphic cows that rode horses. Cows, oh, cows so are way bigger than horses. And the action figures though, those things were dope. Were they like you had the blue guy and you had I the had sheriff? Guys, I had four of them. Yeah, it was sick. I only had one bad guy. It must have been people-sized cows because how else would they ride horses? Well, they were like jacks. They rode like really. Maybe jacks. the horses were big too. Exactly, exactly. The horses were bigger. Oh, because there was that meteor. They were like really Sorry, jacked horses. That. So that, that's the end of my. It's, 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 a, just, it's, it's an alternate, alternate uh, evolutionary chain from Earth. So a yeah. uh, couple quick points before we make our uh, before we do our picks and whatnot. 
Uh, Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, is now the fastest to 400 touchdown passes after this past weekend. I'll give him pro- no, no. Who? Hamels. No. Um, I'll give him credit, though. Jets fire uh, Greg Williams uh, on that last play against the Raiders. The all-out blitz that allowed uh, Ruggs to beat his man. Uh, Dave actually made a great call on the Giants being Seattle, and uh, Dave and Mark both picked Washington to upset Pittsburgh. And uh, good thing because Dave is uh, currently at 500 on his picks this week. And uh, what are you talking? About? I have nine wins. Uh, not again. I wrote them down. Yeah, we wrote them down. Browns, Minnesota Raiders, Giants. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. The Pats. I see. I see. I said it last week. Oh, Jay. Uh, looks like you're big fan of injuries. I didn't keep track, but I wrote them down. Listen, spread-wise, I got five wins, but straight up, I don't see what we're talking My mistake. I have I you. wrote them one. down. I have you at eight and six. Right, the Browns? We went through my pick. I call every other weekend a question, doesn't it? Browns, Minnesota, oh, Raiders, Giants, Falcons. Green Bay, Kansas City. Hold on, hold on. I have it on the You're screen. Right. I'll right. team by team. Saints at Falcons, you said Falcons. You're right. Lions You're right. at Bears, you said Bears. They both lost. Browns at Titans, they won. Just say the wins. Say the wins. Say the wins. You won Browns, the Browns. At least the Vikings. Raiders. Raiders. That's three. Raiders. Giants. 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 Packers, Green Bay. Patriots. KC. Chefs, Washington. KC, Washington. Yes. One, two, three, That's four, five, eight. six, seven, eight. seven, eight. You're right. I said eight. I said I you were right like ten minutes ago. Let's go I miscounted. You were eight and six. I miscounted one game. So you were eight and six. Oh, no. So we each miscounted in the wrong oh, way. I didn't mark the Texans. That's why when you said they Hans. 500, I was really confused. So the Ravens tonight would give me nine. It would. I already have nine. Uh, Ash and Mark each have 10 with the Cowboys. So even with that, you Ash still wouldn't. Really games. She's fantasy as well. in my ass, dude. She's number one. She's like top in the in the in the whole thing. So uh, last last thing I wanted to just cover real quick. Uh, Travis Kelsey becomes the first tight end with five 1,000-yard seasons. So they have uh, 2,000-yard receivers on that team right now. Let's run that scores a touchdown. No, he scores touchdowns. That's how good he is. So uh, right now, uh, Dan, you're 9-5. and five. Uh, Should the uh, Raisins win tonight, you will be 10-5. and five. You will be tied with both Mark and, uh, and Ash. Uh, Dave, you're 8-6. and six. Losing. Uh, I am nine and five. Dad is six and eight, and Matt also nine and five. MSTVD. Dad had a bad, bad week. Six and eight. Yep. Three wins oh. with spread. And three, three wins with the spread. Ouch. So let's. Uh, that one kind of hurts. Let's let's do our uh, our picks for this week. So, oh, hold on. I have to. I just have to do one thing. Uh, yep. Because I have everything color coded, and I have to make sure that it stays color coded correctly. So I have to just uh, adjust Dude, my. So organized. Make sure. 
Well, it's good to be that organized. Keep yourself in mind. So, how many wins are Patriots out? It's six. They're six and yeah, six. So, Pat owes me another $20. Yeah, over under 5.5 on October 27th. And you said. Yep. I didn't think they were going to win so more than another 20. But what's funny is I had them uh, in the playoffs at the beginning of the year. I just didn't realize Cam was going to suck as bad as he does. Yeah, but, I mean, they've been battling their way back. I mean, this is this is a hell of a short week for them, too. This is a big fucking week for them coming off of this. You know, it's like that, what the Steelers just did. Except the Steelers couldn't complete it. A couple, the of big, game. couple of big wins. So, yeah, no, big wins. Jesus. Smoking the Chargers and – Beating uh, Arizona, that's huge. You beat the fucking Ravens. Yeah. That's a huge win. They beat everybody like, that they faced that were big teams. They lose to Denver and effing Buffalo. Ravens are having a tough They should have won. They should have won those games, though. Like, they should have won against Buffalo. They should have won against Seattle. Kept it interesting in case. They haven't been slouches. It looked bad. In a couple of games, spots. they got hammered. And, they, it was like, looked, and I picked them to win. They got hammered. Though. They, they, no, they no. That points. game, they scored like three or whatever. Didn't they get hammered that game? No, he didn't score a touchdown. He did for awful, all the games. dude. Two games in a row, Camden scored I bet on both those games. I remember I got freaking screwed all over. Mm-hmm. So let's, uh, let's get into this. Uh, let's get into this. So uh, <laughs> Patriots at Rams. Patriots. Yeah, Patriots. Patriots. I'm gonna have to take the Rams. Yep, I'm too. I'm going with the Rams. Yeah. Uh, it's it's even more legit. Even more it's going against my back. Flashes is uh, playing Bug Snacks on PS4, so she's gonna uh, yell her picks over to me. Uh, Texans at Bears. Right, Bears. Oh, it's the hardest game in the whole season. Yeah. Oh, don't say that. I mean, just because it's at Chicago, but I mean, it's hard. To, oh, yeah, there's. I'm going to go Deshaun. Texas. Oh, come on, Deshaun. Too late for this, Deshaun. Flash is who you got. Texans at Bears. Uh, Texans. Oh, she also says Texans. I'm gonna come back to you when you're done playing. Yeah, I'm busy. All right, she's she's uh she's battling the mega maki. Mega uh, All right, Cowboys at Bengals. I will uh, offer a caveat to this, and also the Ravens game because we don't know what's going to happen tonight because it's Tuesday and these teams are playing. The Cowboys and Ravens are playing tonight because the Ravens can't fucking keep themselves from catching COVID 400 times. You know, they discovered four new strains just among the Ravens guys who got sick. That's why Des Bryant left the team. Yep. Uh, you know what? Ugh, I actually don't need this. I'm out. Peace out, bitches. So I will give caveats depending on what happens tonight. Uh, you can change your uh, Cowboys and uh, Ravens. Yeah, I, I don't even like caveat. Well, I'll take the Cowboys. All right, Dave. No, I don't want the Cowboys. Screw that. You want Bengals? Uh, I am. Uh, again, I don't know. I'm gonna pick the Cowboys. That's where I'm leaning. Uh, so let's see. Uh, this is a game that's gonna help Dan and the Patriots. Uh, Chefs at Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah. Well, I don't see that happening, Dave. 
Chiefs. Yep. Eight and four? Minus eight. Is it, are they eight and four right now? Yeah, he's playing like crap, though. Pretty goddamn good. This one, 19 to seven against the Bengals. It's one. Yeah, against the Bengals. It's not, it oh, barely wait, counts. Wait, it's the Raiders. Oh, they had to come back and they were like drowning, but it's like, oh, but yeah, but they won. Yeah, but they won. But they yeah, won. the expectations, hey, are the expectations for the Raiders the same as the expectations for the Dolphins? No, they are well, not. at this point in the season, Move yes, they no, are. I, no, no, yes, no, 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 The season like, expectations playoffs. of the Dolphins. The Dolphins are really good, dude. Back oh, no, no, the Patriots. We think the Dolphins are going to make some noise? No, they might. They're a good team. They're the best defensive turnover-wise. Well, the Raiders score the most better. points on defense. They have more turnovers. Dolphins defense is good. And Go more on. talented receivers. It's a more talented team. Jesus Christ, not even close. And who? The Raiders are a more talented team than the Dolphins by far. Yeah, but they don't Defensive have a defense that's even remotely yeah, close to being as good as the Dolphins. Oh, it's not a uh. – No, no. Okay, so no. The we'll, Dolphins uh, defense is way better. I will revisit the season expectations for these two teams. Blue, the best defense. I take top three. Yeah, people thought the Patriots were going to win the start the season. I'm not talking about the first. I'm talking season, season expectations. Now, right this minute. Beginning of the season the season from what, what we're looking at now. You live in the past. No, you live in the past. We, we, we don't think that the Raiders can do big things. So, Pat, you're saying the Dolphins are better. So the expectations right now, the are higher for them. Better defense. The Dolphins have a better defense. Okay. Absolutely. So the Dolphins are better they, than the Raiders. They have what they so let's let's just, you know, quickly. Yeah, defense I want to I I bring a couple yeah. things up right now. Because we thought the Bears and Vikings were going to win the NFC North. That's what the consensus was in this room. Um, yeah, everybody I the Packers. We all do. So can we say that the, the Cowboys are the same team now that they were week one? Obviously not. I don't know. A bunch of those teams don't have the same quarterback, so obviously not. Right. Exactly. And so you know, we don't get your point. The Dolphins. You just made Everybody's in the same damn spots. No, that guy does play from time to time. They're giving another kid time. They're not even. They're not even having a consistent quarterback. Well, he got it's hurt. Not just some, no, no, it's not because he got hurt. Okay, two have got hurt. Pulled him that game. They were right, losing. Right, right. Let him play, and then he got hurt. Fitzpatrick has been better than two anyway when he's been in there. But they, they randomly, no, no, they randomly in the middle of the season. So what? How did switch quarterbacks? He was the fish just, in the draft. Just we wanted to give him time. That was the plan along. They're not even barely trying to win. So I, I don't know what the fucking point was. Your team should be better than an MVP caliber quarterback and one of the fastest guys in the league that can catch the fucking ball and a high caliber running back. Who didn't play last week? He didn't play. Okay. Who didn't play? Josh, Josh Jacobs. Jacobs apparently didn't play. I thought he saw him. Nope, didn't you didn't see him because he was out. No, no, no. Daryl Waller is a phenomenal, crazy ass guy. Yeah. Waller is a tight end. Henry 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 Ruggs. I thought you were talking about Ruggs. Ruggs is a fast motherfucker. Ruggs is a touchdown. mistake. I blended two of their very talented offensive Ruggs players and caught a touchdown. So Ruggs was a phenomenal second fastest in the league. Yes. And Waller, who's a really good tight end. And the Dolphins should be doing better. Primarily, switch quarterbacks. Raiders are the better offense. Nobody said they didn't. Raiders are the better offense. Yeah, but offense. the Dolphins have a way better defense. I know, but defense is kind of more important in the NFL. Okay, so the offense is scoring points regardless of who they have in there, even though they switch back and forth. But defenses don't early. normally score, so if your defense is scoring, you're going to win if the games. the defense has given up 30 points a game, you're not going to win many games. 
this was my previous point, but we, we brought up all these teams were different, even though they all had quarterbacks. So, I mean, I was. You said you said the Raiders were better than Dolphins. We just kind of pushed back a little bit. On so that. you guys, neither one of you think the Raiders are better. At than this Dolphins. point, right now, the I don't think so. Should be the same. At right now, the expectations are exactly the same, and the Miami Dolphins. If they play are right now, who do you pick? Is that an easy it, game, no brainer? I. It would be a tough game. I'd probably pick. The Dolphins, honestly, just for I defense. Whoever was home, I, would, I think, would win. Exactly, depending on where it was. What does exactly. it matter? Well, it does a little bit. No, we, you told me that it, it doesn't. doesn't. I said it doesn't matter as much. It still matters a little bit. Well, the Raiders are 5-2 and two on the road. So if they were playing on the road, wow. I would take them. They haven't played well at home, so... In that situation, oh, I'm with you guys. You know what? You're right. You sold me. The Dolphins are better than the Raiders. I like the Dolphins, dude. They're a good football team. The Dolphins me. are a good team. I mean, yeah. the Raiders are very inconsistent. They're up and down. You know, they struggled to beat the Jets a week after getting absolutely destroyed by the uh, Falcons, even though they beat the Saints and the Browns, who are have 19 wins between the two of them. That's ridiculous. So, I don't know what my team is. They are so up and down. They are so back and forth. They're inconsistent. You know, I'd like to just say that they'll win every single game, but that's not realistic. You know, they beat the Chiefs. They beat the Saints. They beat the Browns. And then they got destroyed by the Falcons and had to come back with five seconds left against the Jets. So I don't know what what my team is. I know their defense is garbage, and I know that if they don't have Josh Jacobs, their running game is pretty much non-existent. Existent, so I'm realistic about my team. I think that if they played right now, I don't think you picked against them. Um, I don't think you picked against them one time. You picked against them once. Nope. I, I want them. I picked them to win every single game, but I know that they're not going to. But I don't pick against my team. I don't want you to say so you pick the Bears every time? I pick the Bears every single game. So I'm the only one that's actually realistic because I'm the only one, the only one that switched. up my team one week and been realistic about it. And guess what? The fucking one! Best time to be wrong. That's why you don't ever pick against your team, though. It's a rule. You just don't do it. You actually, you know, now that I know that I have the juju power that if I pick against them, they're going to show me. They're going to show me. True. All right, so who's next? Wait, hold on. I'm just, I'm just double checking something here, real quick. Uh, I'm just looking. I only have the Rams written down. Listen, if you want to throw stats at me and tell me that another team is better than your team, by all means, please. It doesn't bother me. I didn't, I didn't I just say that. I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I said I would be your team better. No, I, I again, I'm realistic. Uh, Do I think that my team could beat the Dolphins? Yeah. Do I think the Dolphins could beat my team? Yeah, I think it would be a back and forth. If the Dolphins played a good defensive game, uh, they would win. Oh. Oh. Uh, I, mean, I don't know what else you want me to say. You want me to just sit there and blindly say that my team's going to win all the time because that's what we've seen out of New England fans for the past 20 years, that no matter what happens, the team's just going to win, 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 win. Say whatever you want because you and you never pick against them. And the one sitting here last week in the Atlanta game, you said they were gonna win the game 36 to 6. So you're not very realistic as much as you might want to sit here and say you are. I figured they would I figured they would crush Atlanta. You know, oh yeah, but I only had three wins. Nobody at this table is not always rooting for their team and trying to go an extra mile to make sure they're gonna win in their mind. Please be realistic with yourself. 
instead of talking nonsense. All I know is Please. that I heard I all, for my year, team. all year, and I still keep hearing it, that, oh, the Patriots are going to win the division. The Patriots are going to win 10 games. The Patriots oh. are going to win 10 games. That's what I hear all oh. over the radio, all over the place. Not me, not me. One of the most embarrassing it. things about being a Patriots fan, one of the most embarrassing things about being a Patriots fan is other Patriots fans, especially the ones that have never seen anything other than winning their whole life. I understand that. It's not a new thing. However, I am realistic and understand what happens with my team. I don't think they're going to win the division. I have picked both Buffalo and Miami to win the division in the last couple of weeks, depending on what I've been seeing. It's crazy. One of those teams is going to win. It ain't going to be mine. That's pretty much off the table. It's probably going to be Buffalo. So I think they're a better team than Miami. To All we can hope for, as a New England fan, is maybe some shit happens and some people stumble and we eke in and maybe win a game. That's probably this year. They could eke in. Probably the ceiling this year. But who and knows? With a coach, with, with a good coach in there, maybe we win a game. Maybe two. Cam plays probably. a good game maybe once. Right. Cam pulls his head out of yeah, his ass. Who I knows? Will, I, will, I will say this. I picked the Chiefs to win that division in our oh, very first. Yeah. Preview episode. So, right. what's the third game? Yes. What's the next game? So what was the Patriots, third game? Because Patriots, Rams, Texans, Bears, Cowboys yeah. at Bengals, uh, Chiefs at Dolphins. Pick the Bengals. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. So, next game is Cardinals at Giants. Cardinals. That's a tough one because them Giants. That, that division has Even been the looking, Giants that, again. That division has been looking a little bit stronger. Like there might be some legit teams. You lost five games. Yeah. I know the, uh, the, the Giants and the Cowboys making a little, little, little bit of noise. Well, Philly, the Eagles are well. The Eagles are starting uh, Jalen Hurts next game. So. Yeah, I saw that. Fuck it, why not? I saw that. He's really, he's good, dude. Yeah, he's Wentz will be gone. Both of them to the Vikings, uh, two Vikings round picks. So I don't want him. Vikings at Buccaneers. Fox. I got to take Bucks. the Bucks off of a bye. So Brady Vikings kind of suck. This is a Brady game. Uh, I got to go Bucks as well. Watch him go. Broncos at Panthers. They need this game. Uh, McCaffrey is back. Oh, but uh, Panthers are out. He's gonna get hurt in the fucking first. Panthers. Oh, I, heard you. I, I haven't heard. I haven't heard Dan. Oh, Broncos. McCaffrey's gonna get hurt in like the first five minutes. Yeah, he's gonna be out. I'm gonna go Panthers. I, I again, these are shitty teams, and there's no one that's been in the league that has been a hundred percent consistent. Um, you know, either. With except with the exception of the Jets of just being out of almost every game and, and finding a way to lose, um, they in every game though. It's been in most every game. They got worked one like the only team like the Steelers and the Chiefs. All three of those guys. Chiefs and the Steaks. Yeah, but even the the Chiefs lost to the Raiders, oh. who got killed by the the Falcons, and the Steelers lost to Washington, who is they're not a good team. Yeah, you, um, you keep saying. Raiders, but they also won eleven games. They're eleven and one. I mean, right. it's not like they lost to the Raiders. Oh, okay, well, they lost a I'm, game. I'm high on the Steelers still, even though what happened the other night. That was right, the Steelers lost a game. You so and you don't like the Steelers at all, Dave. You think the Steelers are garbage? You were saying that when they were undefeated. So 
the thing is, I think Washington's a really good team. Shane's so it's not, not even how bad that no Steelers are good. Washington's not but great, but they're in the playing the division. Great coach, good quarterback, great weapons. They have good weapons. They're playing very well the last few weeks. I think they won four in a row. Very well. So are the Giants. Giants have never played really well. The division is ripe to be had by literally anybody. Right? Number two. It's going to be them two. Usually it's Philly and the Cowboys. It's going to be Giants. Who knows? There's three more games. One of these, one of these teams can totally score In fact, it's plausible that they would. And the Giants, the Giants is going to host a 10 or 12 win team, which is nuts. Right. And I think the Giants are the most dangerous. Whooped though. at home because they're going to be no fans either way. All right, what's no, I think Washington's the most dangerous because they have the best quarterback in the division. Uh, so Titans and Jaguars. I said Washington is the most dangerous because they have the best quarterback in the division. That was good. What was the game? The Broncos are playing who? Broncos are playing Titans, Jaguars. And what was this last game? Titans, Jaguars. I'll take the Titans. Titans. See, there's another team that's so inconsistent. Um, oh my god, so bad. I'm going Jaguars this game. Yeah, I think an upset. I was thinking about it. Let's go, Landon. Jaguars really well last week. All right, Colts at Raiders. I have a no, no root Raiders. Whoa. Yeah. I'll- Take the Raiders. This is that's, one of those games that Rip is prone to. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The, well, reason, like the Raiders I, defense isn't great. The Raiders defense isn't great, but they've played against Rivers and you know uh they they yeah, know who he is. We'll just give it to uh, Hey, they're a good team. Jets at yeah, they have a great defense. Jets at Seahawks. Seahawks. That's my, you know what? That's my last week. Dave? Uh, yes, he's at home, but the Jets will probably play him good the way the season's fucking going. Cowboys going in. So, Dave, did you I'm pick scored. the Seahawks or the Jets? Yeah, the Seahawks. I'm also going to take the Seahawks because I think the Jets are going to win their last game of the year. I'm rooting for Rich. Rich on 985. He has a bet, and I love it. I love it every week. It's like close to not going, but then it holds up. So I'm going to move Rich all the way. So. Uh, Packers at Lions. Lions. See, that's my juju, though, because I bet the Lions. I bet the Lions. They're not going to win. So don't pick the Lions, you guys, because if I say that they're going to win any time, then I never pick the Lions to win. They do not win. I'm picking them anyway. I heard Matt Stafford referred to today as a borderline Hall of Famer. I'm, I'm going to take the Lions as well in an upset. Packers have been getting some easy games. Yeah, like we're going to be upset when they lose. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking the Packers. The way this year is going, dude, everywhere. All right, so Saints at Eagles. They're really good. With Jalen Hurts. Saints. Saints, Saints, Saints. I will take the oh, Eagles. Saints. Of course you will. Uh, I'm also going to go Saints. Well, I think the Saints need to win one more game to lock up their uh, playoff position, and then I think they're just going to rest the last three weeks. They're 10-2. and two. They're the only team that's Saints. locked up a, a playoff position in the NFC. Uh, Falcons yeah, the at Chargers. Wise. 
Falcons. Oh, Jesus. Falcons and Lions. Oh, my God. I'm going to go Chargers getting blown out 45-0. I got to get that. Ah, I'm not going to get that taste out of my mouth, <sighs> Take another one. Excuse me. Uh, I'm going to go Chargers. I think they're going to come back from that. I just want to uh, throw this out there. I just want to throw this out there while we're uh, we're doing this because we've talked about these guys in the past, and I was hoping to have some more stuff to show off. But uh, uh, major sports drops right now. If you are, uh, you know, let us know if you want to join that group because we will invite you in. Uh, over the past week, I have won five helmets. Uh, I have won a uh, a Rob Ninkovich mini helmet that I traded for a Raiders helmet. I have won a uh, Kenny Galladay speed amp helmet, like one of those alternate ones. Very, very nice. I won a uh, another Raiders mini helmet uh, from a guy who has uh, been on injured reserve all year, uh, Tanner Muse. Uh, but I also won a sweet, authentic, on-field Derek Brooks Bucks hydro-dipped custom helmet and a uh, Michael Irvin helmet. Michael Irvin full-size on-field helmet. Uh, those are going to be on display next week. You're going to get you're going to get to see all of those next week. Um, very very awesome. But uh, right now they are uh, in the midst of getting people who are going to be. Uh, they're doing 15 rounds of drawings. It's ten dollars a spot for a max of two spots per game, and uh, you can win a PS5 bundle that includes both the system. An extra controller, the charging dock, Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Uh, it's a hell of a bundle. So they're running 15 games, uh, 15 spots each, $10 a spot to get in. Uh, and if you, they do a randomized uh, wheel spin. If you get in, you uh, go to the winner's circle, and then they're going to draw from the winner's circle the winner of the PS5 bundle. So uh, good luck for folks in there. Uh, I did not win today. I did win uh, multiple times in a row, though. So uh, I had to give somebody else a chance. But, uh, yeah, check it out if you want some cool sports memorabilia. They've given away hundreds of jerseys, uh, hockey pucks. You can see uh, in the background Dan's boxing glove is Mickey Ward boxing glove. Uh, you can see behind me. Jersey. This is there. I got a, I got a, a full-size Jarvis Landry jersey. I've got my Bengals jersey here. Uh, I'm sorry, Bengals helmet, Steelers helmet, Saints helmet. Then I got five more coming <laughs> next couple days. So I just wanted to uh, throw that out there, uh, pump, up, pump up our buddies over there because uh, that's a good group. They uh, did a giveaway today, raised uh, about uh, $1,700 for uh, Boston Children's Hospital. Awesome. So awesome. And they've been giving away uh, Nintendo Switches with games and memory cards for uh, patients at the Jimmy Fund, uh, for kids who have to go and sit there for uh, you know six hours getting chemo. Uh, they're giving away Nintendo Switches to those kids, which is awesome. Uh, so even if you don't win something, you know you're throwing your money in. Uh, it, the money's going to a good cause. You know, obviously, you know, goes back into the business to get more jerseys and helmets and, and memorabilia and whatnot. But uh, oh, and this weekend they're going to be uh, raffling off a Tom Brady full-size Patriots helmet. So uh, you might want to get in on that. Might want to get in on that if you're a Patriot. If you want to get in, let us know because you can't find the group. We have to invite you. Let us know, and we will we will get you in there and uh, 
you know, give you the opportunity. A lot of new people are winning over the last few days. I have a, I have an Excel spreadsheet with everyone that's won since the inception of this group. And uh, it's pretty awesome. So back to it. Washington at the 49ers. Niners. You got the Niners? Yep. Niners didn't look bad last night, but uh, I'm I'm going uh, I'm going Smith brother Crofter ups right now. I'm going. Uh, going yeah, I'm Washington. going. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Washington after what they did last week. They're really good. That's a good team, though, and they didn't even have your boy uh, Gibson. He was hurt, and they still played that well without him. Yeah, I know. Yeah, crazy. All right, so next. This is a this is a big game, I think, especially for playoff seating, because uh, one of these teams is is gonna, you know, could end up with a bye depending on how the last few weeks play out. Steelers at Bills on the Sunday night game. Wow, Steelers, Bills. I haven't been buying on the Bills. I haven't been buying into the Five Bills. Five dollars, no problem. Write it down. Uh, I really as well. I've really bought into the Bills. I honestly, I think I've been against them almost every single game except for one this season, and the one I picked them, they lost. So it's just one of those teams for me. If they if they lose, I pick against them, and then they win, and I pick four when I lose the next week. So that's how betting is. But I mean, I just I get I form these grudges against teams because it's like I picked you and you lost. How dare you? You know, and I get mad at these teams for you know for not winning. So I but Buffalo is just if you just watch that game like. I picked San Fran. I turned it off. I couldn't even watch the ass whooping anymore. I just get ready for an ass whooping. Yeah, really good. I'm insane with anger. All right, last game of the week. Uh, I also went with the Bills on that. Last game of the week. Raisins at Browns on Monday night. Mm, Browns. <laughs> Lamar is like cream's about to my, rise to the top, baby. Lamar is one of my favorite players. Just he's just so good. You know what I mean? I love him, but. That was the name of the guy that was supposed to be covering rugs the other day. He was covering the but he was covering his backside. Uh, I will take the Cleveland Browns in a – I think they might be the favorite in that game. Well, I've got the Raisins. I think this is going to be the game where Lamar finally proves he can win big games and he can win. Oh, no. Do that tonight on a Tuesday night football. Yeah, you know, that, that proud Tuesday night football tradition. Against the Cowboys. <laughs> Uh, well, the Cowboys are driving again, and it's fourteen uh, ten Baltimore. So seventeen to ten uh, field goal. There's forty six seconds left in the half. So my over under is looking pretty good, forty five, and Baltimore by nine, by ten. So it's looking pretty good. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm hoping they just double their scores, thirty four to twenty, thirty thirty one to twenty. That's it. I'm good. I'll be pumped. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens, and uh, and uh, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll go from there. All right. So, uh, Dan, you got some uh, wrestling stuff you want to talk about? So let's. No, I do. No, I do. There's, there's some last minute changes um, that I made to the last segment that we had discussed earlier. So we're gonna, I'm going to change that up to something else and just read something that just came back to my attention after a long while. But uh, first thing I definitely want to talk about is winter. Winter was coming at the uh, Winter is Coming event that AEW hosted this past week. It was fantastic. It, it, it was able to uh, propel them to a ratings 
uh, defeat for NXT, as they usually do. But uh, we had the emergence of Sting, who it came out after the show, is signed to a multi-year deal. In what capacity, it's unclear, but Sting is going to be a part of AEW on a full-time basis. I was heard, I was, I, I've seen that he could never wrestle again. Most likely can never wrestle again. He, he, he suffered the, uh, the same similar injury to Edge. Daniel Bryan, he had that spinal stenosis. So it's it doesn't seem like it's going to be in a wrestling capacity, but I'm sure he can get physical, probably just not a lot of bumps. But as a mentor figure, they do a lot with having these uh, superstar, all-time Hall of Famers within the mix, whether it be Arn Anderson, Jake the Snake, Tully Blanchard, these big names of the past mentoring the guys that are out there now. It's a fantastic way to do it, right, which is – a little bit different from the WWE method where they bring these old dinosaurs in and have them beat their current and up-and-coming stars, which seems to me to be the worst recipe uh, for creating new stars. But what, what do I know? But uh, another another big part of Winter's Coming was the uh, match between Kenny Omega, John Moxley, which ended after Don Callis was the EVP of Impact Wrestling which I'm now forced to watch, and I'm sure I'm not the only one based on the comments that I saw on Twitch. A lot of people are now tuning into Impact to watch Kenny Omega, but preliminary reports, it's going to be a one-off type of thing. It's more of a favor rather than a long-term type of deal. But either way, we have a new AEW heavyweight champion, Kenny Omega, uh, going to be appearing on Impact tonight and on Dynamite again tomorrow. I'm excited. This seems to have been, you know, where the, a lot of people thought the company was going to end up from the beginning. But to be quite honest, I was actually pretty happy that none of the uh, the EVPs of AEW, whether it be the Bucks or Cody or Omega, really had a major part to play in the title pictures to start. Uh, Cody was the closest, but, you know, he, he lost a match that dictated that if he lost, he could never challenge for the championship again. So really, they've made it a point to not make themselves the focal point, but rather build up other stars, put mainstream stars such as Chris Jericho and Moxley in the spotlight, which have done the numbers they wanted. It's been keeping the people coming back. So, I mean, that really, that's the name of the game at the end of the day. So, I mean, I really think this, this cross promotional type of thing with AEW and impact is really going to benefit impact more than anybody because where AEW has a deal with TNT and they're on every single week, two hours of television with, you know, generally around the neighborhood of 750 to 800,000 viewers. You got Impact, who's on Access, which I personally don't get, but also on Twitch in between the two average of about just a tick under 160,000 per episode. So really bringing that that big kind of uh, audience and bringing more sets of eyes on your product is going to be really helpful. So, you know, Don Callis has been around for a long time. He, he, he used to be the prophet. He introduced the world to the oddities. He's the one that put the oddities together in the Attitude Era of WWE. We got Kurgan. We had Luna. We had uh, Earthquake in a mask with a Cartman doll, which was with Golga. That was, that was a lot of fun. But, uh, you know, once he left them, also formed the APA, which was the accolades at the time. So he, he was really instrumental for being a mouthpiece and a manager for a lot of these tag teams that – were eight, they were all over, some more successful than others, but either way, fan favorites. Over the WWE side, there's there's not a lot going on outside of SmackDown. Raw's been kind of a joke. You know, it's, it's, it's fun to see The Fiend, and I like the Alexa Bliss-Fiend dynamic, which I've mentioned before. It's fun. She wasn't, on, she wasn't there this week because apparently Alexa Bliss was off of Raw this week because she was out in L.A. working on 
the reboot of Punky Brewster, which is interesting. Apparently, Charlotte was involved as well. So there's a, a few high-profile names, and the director, oh, goodness, I, it escapes me, but he's, he's a, a fairly high-profile director. I've done something of note in the past. But Ron's been pretty much shit otherwise. But Roman Reigns on SmackDown and his head of the table persona that he has now it's it's intimidating it's badass it's cool it's it's what we've wanted him to be the whole time and, and the kind of statements and the things that he's doing are a little bit different than what we've seen also where he, he to teach his cousin a lesson you know after a match with kevin owens he proceeded to beat the shit out of boulder even though Uso's going to be back with him and do what he says he still you know he's got to put him in his place from time to time you know give him a fresh one or a fresh hue with a steel chair. So that's how it goes. But really, it's it's worth the time to watch Reigns on SmackDown these days. And it's, it's been tough to really be able to say that honestly over the past few years. So it's encouraging. But uh, one thing I, wanna, I wanted to leave this, this segment on, been having an impact on because I'm waiting for Omega to come on and they've been showing some of their classic moments. And one of my favorite things that I've ever seen is mind-boggling is a promo that Scott Steiner cut back in the day that's become uh, fairly known as Scott Steiner math, where Scott Steiner spoke about the chances of winning between him and his opponent. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a little piece of that right here. So this is, again, to quote Scott Steiner, you know, they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Samoa Joe and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally, if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% best at beat me. That's not a typo. 25% best at beat me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix. You, the chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you've got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I... I got a 66 and two thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me. And he's even, he's not even going to try. So Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance if he was to go one-on-one. And you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. Then you take my 75 per chance chance of winning if we was to go one-on-one. And then add 66 and two thirds percents I got a 141 and two-third chance of winning at sacrifice, Senor Joe. The numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. Technically, you don't use numbers to spell anything. That's just the most ridiculous shit I have ever heard. Aaron actually said it, though. That's 66 and third, and two-thirds chances. But if you take that, it just keeps going. Like, wait, whoa, what? Like, shut up. Think he's done it. He has 141 and two-thirds chance. I think he used to do it in matches, though. Me and Dan always thought it was really fun. Ah. Yeah, he would just go, oh! he just yell. He's bumping. Ah. He'd look at the referee, and he'd be like, two count. Oh! Yeah, he just like, yelled. No, it, oh, it was, God, it was terrible. Oh, it was great. But I, 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 that came up. That's a, an, unfortunately for their federation, that is known as a classic. TNA slash impact moment. Hold on, hold on a second here. Hold on. It's going to be a three-way for the TNA heavyweight title of sacrifice between you, Kurt Angle, and Samoa Joe. 
Now, before you get there, you have an important step tonight as you and X Division champion Petey Williams take on the unlikely duo of Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe. You know, they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Samoa Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one-on-one -on -one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three ways at sacrifice, you got a 33 and third chance of winning. But I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me, and he's not even going to try. So, so, you take your 33 and third chance minus my 25% chance, and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning if we go one-on-one, -on -one, and then add 66 and two-thirds chance. I got a 141 and two-thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. See, McJoe, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. See, but I'm going to break it down for you, ladies. Would you rather be with me? See, you're one of those girls that like romance. I'm going to talk to all my freaks out there. Oh, God. Go home to me, a genetic freak, to be satisfied every night, or go home to that fat-ass small Joe. <laughs> See, tonight, we're going to win, and I'm going to be the world champion at sacrifice. Come on, Pete. Let's go. Scotty, just like you always say, Big Papa Pump has got your hookup. Well, Maple Leaf Muscle is who you need to look up. Holler if you hear that. Oh God! All right, terrible. first of all, who the fuck was that guy? That's Petey Williams. He's he's a uh, he's one of those guys that got a crap gimmick of imitating someone else because he didn't have one of his own. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking terrible. Oh. I thought it was the one, two, three kid. Like oh, I really did. Tall though, Sean Walton. Sean Walton's kind of tall. He's cool. Oh God, that was it. I think Joe's kind of nice. Oh, oh, you like one of those girls who likes romance? Romance? I'm just pinning you down and doing my thing, girl. Jesus, Jesus Christ. He was so dead serious about his math, though. That's what makes it even funnier. He was so dead serious. serious. He was he was subtracting whole numbers and getting fractions. <laughs> well, if you add Kurt Angle, then your chances go down. Well, I thought you were adding something. So I was like. I thought it was like a good thing for you. Oh, well, I'm going to beat you. But if you add this, it's in my favor. But it's not in my favor. Yeah. But it is because I'm so good. Like, it's that's, kind of, that, that's kind of reminiscent of Sid saying, yeah, you and I both know that I have half the brains that you do. I have half the brain. I'm half the man you are. <laughs> what you're paying me now, cut it in half and double it. Yeah, yeah then not. you get two-thirds. <laughs> oh, man, these guys. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, well, I I, I I don't know I don't know what's going on, but uh, but yeah, so that's the uh, wrestling roundup. Uh, <laughs> Round it up, baby. Uh, so you know the uh, the usual thing. Uh, if you got a hot take, prediction, or disagree with something we said, let us know. We don't uh, want to hear it. Actually, don't ever say anything about anything. Just watch the show and shut your mouth. Loudest Show at gmail.com. Follow us on social media. Uh, Twitter at loudest underscore show, Instagram at the loudest sports show. We all taking our hats off? Is that what we're doing here? I'm getting, doing? Little, I'm getting warm because I'm laughing at everything. We just show the baldness. I got a little bit. Yeah, I was gonna say, one of us doesn't right realize now. that he's going bald. Oh, I realize it, but I still look at those sides, baby. So we're gonna we're gonna put our uh, 
our uh, code for uh, Raise Energy in the uh, show notes. So you can check that out. And uh, our promo code THROWDOWN for 15% off your order. Um, next week, I will be on uh, It's Go Time with uh, Jay and James doing an NBA preview live uh, on uh, on their socials, which I will uh, I'll be promoting as well. Then on December 20th, we will be live for our NBA preview. So that's going to be uh, a lot of fun. We will uh, make sure to put the uh, give you plenty of notice because we want folks to uh, join in, send us your questions, send us your predictions. Uh, and we will be doing our, uh, our NBA fantasy draft as well that same day. Drag and roll. So we'll have links to all that stuff in the show notes and on the group page. So make sure you follow along, uh, depending on how many people we have. We may only have six teams in that uh, NBA league, so it's going to be uh, pretty stacked teams, I would say, if we only have six guys. Still, I'm going to get that Giannis guy. There, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's all right. But, uh, yeah, you guys uh, have anything uh, – any last-minute predictions, thoughts, concerns before we uh, sign off? Um, no, none that's at all. Good. I, I, I feel weird that I'm watching Impact Wrestling. Feel weird. That's okay, but I also feel like this is going to be a, a, a pivotal AFC weekend, and I, for one, cannot wait. Let's get Ravens and over tonight, baby. Do it. All right. So that being said, we will see Peace you next out. time. Peace out. We're out of here. We're out of here.